Opie is here, and his show starts now. Oh, yeah. Corn. Freak on a leash. I want to thank Paul for the song today. About two minutes ago, I didn't have a song to start the show, and Paul's like, what about Corn? Freak on a leash. And I'm like, right on, man. I haven't heard Corn in a while. Theo Vaughn, what's going on, buddy? Oh, good to see you gentlemen today. I got your seat all warmed up and ready to go. Yeah, this feels pretty warm. Then you just met Mike Coulter. Mm-hmm. How you doing? He's Good. like, very nice to meet you. You've actually, uh, Theo was on my show a long time ago. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, when you first started comedy, would Bert, uh, Bert was like, Theo's coming. And I go, the MTV guy? And he goes, no, he's fucking, he's funny, he's crazy. And yeah, yeah. you were nuts. You were like somebody who just did bath salts. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, before bath salts. Yeah, stuff. you were doing it before it was cool, buddy. Was pioneering different salts. Absolutely. That's oh, a great bro. definition of Theo Vaughn, I think. <laughs> Look, dude, I'll, t- I'll test out some sodium, brother. You'll take that, right? I'll try some things, man. Fuck. I've been uh, I've been up and down that periodic table, dude, with a pipe. Yeah. <laughs> my cult so. is from Tampa. Well, no, you're from New York originally, but you're doing your radio in Tampa I, for yeah, now. I, I grew up here, and then uh, I do mornings in Tampa. And you got the radio voice, and now I'm going to, like, fake that I got one today. I don't really have it. I'm going to, like, make mine a little deeper to try to stick with you. Jamie Jasta, what's going on, buddy? What's going on? Sorry, I'm late. It's all right. We're just getting started. What's up, Kenny? Can I can I just <laughs> give props to Mike Calter for coming in? First of all, it's Calta. I don't. Not that it really matters, but I'm just letting you know. Mike Calta. And you look like Calta and Josta. Uh, you look like Darth Vader's younger brother with that jacket. I love it. Yeah. No helmet. Without you the helmet, it. you don't yeah. need it, pal. Look at that head. Thank you. I liked when you were called Cowhead, man. I thought it was a great radio name. Yeah, but you know, oh, Tony Burton shaking his head. It's your fault because I used to listen to you go. Uh, you think I'm a grown fucking man? You think I like being called Opie? And I went, he's he's right. I don't like it anymore. I'm still called Opie though. I That's know. the problem because I can't come up with another name. I don't want to use my real one. Why? Wow, but your Greg real is one's just fine. a boring fucking name. So is Mike. You gotta you True. gotta let yeah. Mr. Calta know. Calta. These are omnidirectional, Mike. He uses oh, what happens? Unidirectional. So yeah, don't fuck around with our, uh, no, with our I, omnis, man. I don't know. You, yours you got to speak bit. right into, remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you. So uh, is mine better or worse? Because yeah, I find out that most of the stuff we have is better. <laughs> yeah, he's he's looking at us going, "You set up cameras every day." I'm like, yeah, "Well, yeah." This poor guy's been humping cameras for the last half hour. This picks up the sound all around the mic, right? Where yours you have to talk into. Yes, can you chastise me? I, uh, oh, I, is that what this is about? Because no. I'm like, why the fuck are we talking about omnis and unidirectional mics? <laughs> so am I doing it right? Yeah, yeah. All right. His voice sounds perfect. perfect. Unfortunately, uh, now he I got to talk deeper for the rest of the to show. See me? Yeah, I know he did uh, tweet that. Yes, I was. You've always been nice to me. Opie went like five years pretending he didn't know who I was. But you've always been nice. To me. <laughs> I didn't. I don't really. You know, <laughs> the best is like last time I came here. Yeah, I talked to Opie for like ten minutes after the show, yeah. and then I saw him go up to Eric and go, "I fucking know that guy from somewhere." Like, I can't figure out. I'm like, oh, "That's cool. That's, that's cool. pretty. That's pretty, pretty accurate." accurate. Yeah. Pitbull toddler. Yes, he does. Can he plays the bass? Yes, he does. He's got a hot wife. Let me just tell you, I can't afford I, you. So if this show crashes, if that's what you're trying to do right now, I don't have the. I don't have it in my budget. Uh, he's got. <laughs> he's he's got things. Kenny's got oh, things. I'm just saying, I don't have it. If that's what you're. Kenny Kenny is uh, the most excited to see it on yeah. the show today, Mike. Yeah, he's Thank got you. a hot chick that works for him. All right. Oh, that's Good. what he likes. Yeah. We could talk about. She did a boxing match and yeah. she won. Yeah, who'd she box? Uh, another chick at the radio station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty good. They like an uglier chick? 
not as pretty as my <laughs> chick. Yes. She's okay. She so, wasn't ugly at all. Yeah. She's got a great body. Like, they both work out, but mine So the like, pretty one beat up the ugly one. Yeah, yeah, twice. That's, that's how I see it, because right. I, I wasn't there. Right. That's, yeah. a, that's not nice. But, it, no. but it's uh, completely acceptable in this new world of ours. Yeah, the Trump, the Trump world. world. In the Trump world, pretty girls beat up uh, ugly girls, I think. I, I didn't see it that way. Oh, all right. I just saw it as a genius event, because you know who else fought? Who? Your buddy, Ryan Hoppy. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows who Ryan Hoppy is no, no, on today. this show. We're going to give him a call. No offense wants, to Ryan Hoppy. Who's he what? wants to interview you. You never have to worry about offending Ryan Hoppy. Isn't he like seven foot tall? He's yeah. seven foot tall. He's And he's only a, he's a kid. He's on the uh, spectrum of Asperger's. He's <laughs> right. a kid. He's been trying to find his place in radio. Yeah. He's a good kid. He's just, I don't know. He's spread himself pretty thin. He's, uh, he's got good mentors. And he's motivated. Mm-hmm. Very motivated. You're going to let Jamie Jasta just stand there tweeting? No, well, I, I just had we a kiss. We ran out of mics there, Kenny. I got had a, I had to kiss his ass for a little bit. All right. Know. Thank you. I to set him up all night for that. the radio show yeah, today? Yeah, no, he deserves it. He does a good show in Tampa. Right. His fans are disappointed there's no Bone TV so they could see him. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's Bone TV? That's my cameras that are stationary every day. Oh, so you don't have studio. to set up cameras? No. Yeah, I, I gotta be honest, I'm gonna have a meeting after the show. This is ridiculous that your cameras aren't. Set I, up. I I was stupid to think that uh, you know you need a better age. We, we could actually have you know cameras that are always just set up for us. They <laughs> thought that was maddening to even think about. What's up, Jamie? I just I'm late because I ran into Nick Diaz. Outside. Did you really? Did yeah, you really? I said come. I said come up to Opie Radio Fuck right yeah. now. But I, I didn't know how to work it out with security, so I just texted him to say. Uh, you know, come up and hang. I love Nick Diaz. Yeah, he's great. And, uh, so that's why, you know, I was just chatting with him outside. So, he, what do you have to say? Um, give us some inside scoop. He's looking for something. We'll looking see. for a fight? No, <laughs> uh, well, we're, we're, we're just chit chatting. I said, you know, come do the podcast afterwards. So hopefully he will. But, right. Um, does he know who you are? Yeah, we met before at Prudential Center at a, uh, Danny from Biohazard and, and myself. We went to the fights and we met him. Okay. And, uh. So why didn't he just come up with you? Well, because I didn't know how it is with the security because I didn't want to get held up down there. Right. And then have to leave him down there. Right. And, um, you know. I'm sure you've had it where people get stuck down there, and you're like, "Oh Where God, yeah, yeah." I, I saw one of the dudes from Pink Floyd arguing with the, the people at the desk. <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing our ass. I forgot which which one. I forgot the, who it was. Shit. Uh, anyway, it was it was about a year ago, and he's trying to convince the people at the desk I'm, I'm in Pink Floyd, and they didn't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> they still needed to see his ID. It wasn't Waters or yeah okay. or Gilmore. It was the other dude. What's That's your first name? Pink? Yeah. Your first name is Pink? I, right. <laughs> I forgot his name, though, offhand. But whatever. I, I saw him trying to convince the people to just let him up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Nick has a fight or anything, and I'm not sure what what he's here for. We didn't get into that. And I was like, I'm running. I'm like, you know, you know, Opie, come on the radio. And right. he's like, all right, well, let me know. Is it true him and his brother weren't allowed at the Madison Square Garden? They had a tough time getting tickets? I heard that. I they, see. We what got a lot to talk about with Nick. Let's get him up here if he's listening. But well, that made he hasn't texted that made that, me so. feel better because I couldn't get a ticket and and I was so fucking pissed off about it. Well, were you sent the original ticket request thing? Because what happened was we sent it in like a well, long time. ago. Everybody was fired right after that. So oh, really? when I got the original ticket request thing, it was like, look, it's a non-comp show, yeah. but here's the form. Yeah. Let us know how many you need. And if you didn't, even if you did do that, if you didn't do it in time, I don't think, because there was a lot of people that really wanted to go that you would think would be no problem, easy comp tickets that didn't get them. We were fighting the battle with uh, Dana. 
He would come in here bitching and, and whining, and I don't blame him, about New York being the last state that didn't have UFC. So yeah. we're fighting the good fight for him. Well, there's a good then, uh, series of fighting card uh, New Year's Eve if you want to go. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of done. I'm, I'm really mad. But then when I found out the Diaz brothers didn't get in either, it made it a little easier. Oh, there was a lot of fighters It's in my backyard. It's, it's two miles from here. I've never asked for tickets in my life. Yeah. I've gone to a few shows because Dan has uh, done right by us. Well, do but you this believe, was the only one I asked for. Do you believe in the re- in the true no comp thing, like with Beyonce and JT and, and Katy Perry? Because no, I, of I did not. the ticket buy for, for JT for my daughter like years ago, like five, six years ago. Yeah. And I couldn't do it for Katy Perry. I tried. And then uh, Eddie Trunk hit me up and was like, I got him for free for my daughter. So, so he somehow he got the tickets for free so it's not always depends who's running the ticket buy or whatever it's, it's not always a no comp show but yeah, yeah. that's usually a there's always show, yeah there's always tickets I to heard, be had there's I heard always Beyonce and Jay-Z like I understand it, I understand it was a hot ticket because it's the first time UFC was at Mad- you know Madison Square Garden but fuck man I wanted to go see that shit yeah it, but Tony's making everyone fucking you know feel uncomfortable with his tie <laughs> Tony Burton is no, in the studio. Good, Tony. You look good. I, I, I'll I'll take my jacket off. Who's Mike Calta's agent? And yes. he's just sitting there in a tie all tight. <laughs> you don't even loosen your tie. I, I listen, just, I'm, I'm dressed as the part. What do you want? The, I'm an agent. Theo, what do you think of this Tony Burton? He seemed like, I don't know. He seemed like uh So you're not his lawyer? Because I was like, I have so many questions for you, Mike. Oh, I, I got a bunch <laughs> of and answers. I, and I... <laughs> Jamie... Uh, you, you felt like if, he was ready to jump in, like Mike. You can't answer that question. Right. Because, uh, boy, that's a hell of a way to do a radio show. Just reading my Twitter, right. I was like, "Well, how did I get involved in this? Yeah, yeah. And and get involved with what?" And and so, and I just randomly check it like I normally do. Right. I just randomly check it like I normally do before I come on the show because so many of your listeners are new Hatebreed fans, and you know we've done. I met so many of your fans and so many of your listeners at my meet and greets and stuff, and you've given us. Such a great opportunity. So I'm always interested to see when new people come on board because we don't, metal guys, we don't get a lot of big radio shows like this. Right. Someone like Obi who'll play a song. Yeah, and, right. and so I'm like, this is great. I get to come back on the show. It's the new show. Yeah. Let me see what the fans are saying. Yeah. And then I'm involved with all this drama with Mike. And it's probably not even a lot. It's I, probably I, just like two or three trolls. Yeah, I think they uh, like, it's very much the case. Okay. So I mean, it they, could be a I, lot I think of they trolls. left me out of it. Let me look. Okay. It's a, it's yeah, a, I'm out. All right. Oh, yeah. Nick Mason. Thank you. It was Nick. Um, that was driving me nuts. Nick Mason from Pink Floyd. <laughs> right. Thank you to, uh, sorry, we'll go back to you in a second. <laughs> Eddie G with a lot of E's. Thank you, Eddie. I, you're a good one on Twitter. Yeah. It was Nick Mason was at the front desk and the name was driving me nuts. He's, I couldn't remember for a second. He's not a known Pink Floyd. And he, Sorry, Nick. And he's Mick. using his hands and stuff and it's obvious he's so famous he doesn't have an ID, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he's used to just saying, I'm from Pink Floyd, let right. me upstairs. Right in. And they just wouldn't do it. And right. then we finally, it was taking so long, we finally left the lobby. I, I never, I mean, obviously he fi- uh, you know, got up here eventually, but it took way too long and I never saw him actually leave the, the front desk. But back to the drama. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. So, so, and this is just a random thing. And so, is Tony going to jump in and go, whoa, whoa, slow down, right. boys. I thought you were the lawyer to be like, oh, we can't talk about this. <laughs> I get 60 minutes when they say, can't say that. <laughs> so, you, were you there, you were at the station when I did interviews, like, with Shannon and Bubba and, and, and um. Uh, I, <sighs> yes, I think I was on, I did afternoons where they did mornings, yeah. Okay. Or he did mornings. Okay. Yeah. So. Right after one of my last appearances on Bubba, I went to check the Hatebreed Twitter, and he blocked Hatebreed. 
And I was like, "What? Why would he buy Bubba did? Yeah, he's kind and of then, a cunt. Well, so, <laughs> so, but then I did his show again, and so, but it, um, it was through Spice, Spice, and uh, so, but then they had a falling out, right? So I was like, "Oh, maybe because he had a falling out with Spice, and Spice was being into Haybreed, maybe he blocked Haybreed. I don't know. I can't keep up with the drama, and I like Bubba. I never had any problem with him. Yeah, but then I saw he liked the tweets." That are like your anti right tweets. He, yeah, he and I aren't best friends. Okay, so you guys are you guys sworn best friends? enemies. We, have we ever been? Yeah, no. We yeah. work together, and that but was he's about always it. Been a cunt. Yeah. Okay. That happens in radio, right? Bubba's the guy's name. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For an adult, I could. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Hey, so hey, then some pit. of these Stay things on. are federal lawsuits. <laughs> I got I'm a like, shitty name. <laughs> no, I mean you have a younger person's name. I, I feel like I, I, well, I, I got it when I was 11 years old, 12 years old. So your yes. name made you rich. <laughs> My name made me. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So all right, but you're all right, Jamie, with the drama. Well, no, I just saw this thing. Courts, you say federal lawsuit, bitch, and all this stuff, and I'm like, wait, what? What is this federal lawsuit? And then what did docu- you do? Then there's court documents on my Twitter, confidential attorneys' eyes only, and then I'm like, who are these people? Why are they hitting you up with that shit? I guess because well, you're copied on some of these too. I don't, I don't see it. My Twitter right. is clean. Con- confessed cheater and cuck. Um, <laughs> I'm like, that would be him. Um, he's, the, he's the cuck. Uh, Let's not confuse those what things. What is it about? Yeah, something with Hulk Hogan. Now, I thought this was over and done with. I thought like it was a sex tape, and then Hulk, Hulk Hogan uh, sued the the people that leaked it, and then he got all this money. And so, yeah, would you, did you guys? Have, it's a compelling were you guys story. With the sex tape? No, and uh, there is a lawsuit now trying to allege that the company that I work for and some employees and me all had something to do with it, and there's nothing there, and unfortunately, I can't really talk about it. There's nothing more to say. It's not even an exciting story. This is like the the afterbirth of the other lawsuit, so so those same uh, seven... Board trolls that are hitting you up are the same guys that just keep and they don't and they're all act like all of a sudden everybody on Twitter became a fucking lawyer like they know what these legal documents mean they're like oh, it says it right here and they have no idea so there's a bunch of same jerk offs passing the information back and forth. So, like, sorry if this is a bum out. I no, don't know. I don't know if you guys well, were going to address this. From somewhere. I, okay, because right. I didn't know what you were here I, to promote or what you're doing in town, and I thought actually maybe I you gonna, got a settlement. I don't. Know. I was just going to leave you, it alone. Look at Tony's face. <laughs> they accused you guys of leaking the tape. No, there's a table while back is that the tape they're talking about yeah there's okay. there's somebody that uh according to the fbi documents that worked at the station that might be associated with it so as a lump they sued everybody and they try to and they you know they're trying to see follow the trail and see what's going on there's really nothing there but uh they cast a big net and you know that stuff is is on hold right now there's nothing really happening and there's how's the tape I have never seen the tape. Have you seen the tape? Never seen the so tape. So does Iron Sheik write? Does Hulk have Hulk have the raisin dick? It's always on his Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk, <you know? laughs> like, is Iron Sheik right or wrong? God. Tweet me. Uh, <laughs> I, I would no. imagine Bubba could tell you I all break about you his back. dick. Let's call the <laughs> Sheik right now and get him on the show. Did you hear about the tape before there was a tape? Because that seemed like something, especially on like South Florida, that would be like, oh, I heard there's this tape. There are a lot of rumors about a, a lot of tapes that were probably going around yeah yeah so because okay, that's where you go to make good tapes i feel like good sex in florida tapes. florida i mean, yeah. I mean it's where you go like to do tampa? anything tampa's a good sexual tampa's a good town for that right <laughs> yeah for do you ever devious. come down there 
Tampa? Yeah. We're in that area? I was a uh, long, long time ago I went to Tampa. Ebor City. Fish. Long fucking time. Ebor City. That place right. is awkward, bro. It's like uh gentrif it's like yeah. gentrified, but all it's like thuggish it's but like gay. Bur- Bourbon I, Street with AIDS. I was like thuggish but gay. Like there was a homo thug. This dude was like, Give me all your money and let me suck your dick for a little bit. I, I got I'm a like, sister bro. Orlando. Oh really? And uh before I had any money, bro. my my uh vacations were always to go see my sister in Orlando. Right. Uh, sort of got a little boring. No offense to my sister, <laughs> and so I I uh, visited a girl I did radio with in Buffalo, uh, who was doing mornings in Tampa. But this is a million years ago. Uh, who um, is she? Uh, Chris Shire. Uh, what did she have a, a cool million radio name? Fucking no! I'm trying to remember what she went by. I think that was. I think she used her real name. So I was in Tampa for like uh, a minute. That's is that where you adopted it. Eric in Orlando? Or yeah. multiple visits. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I met Eric pretty much at a truck stop. <laughs> a Cracker Barrel on the way to uh, where was I going that time? Miami, I think. Right? No, I was going to uh, the NHL All Star Game. I was hooking up with some uh, people down there, and me and Eric were uh, in touch. He had tapes of the show, and I met him at a truck stop that had a Cracker Barrel. Wow. <laughs> that is the truth. That's for real? Yeah. And I'd yeah, really... that's true. And I'd really... <laughs> there he is. Chime in. Let's hear it. That's... Blackmailed myself. Oh, is that mic not on? Oh, wait, I don't have headphones on. And that's how we met so many years ago. That's got to be, uh, wow, that's got to be like 15 years ago almost. That's when he remembers me. Ah. Uh. Before we've met a few times before that, but we just go with the truck stop thing. So you're a super fan turned producer. Yeah, well, I was working in radio too. I worked up here in New York City. I was working down in West Palm in Orlando, and he's, uh, I just wanted to get back to New York. He's a Doogie Howser type guy. He started real young in radio. Are you as big of a fan of Opie now? <laughs> <laughs> Turn it's off your mic, Eric. It's okay, Glenn. Turn what? off your mic. <laughs> Do you remember the first I, time? I used to be on his hero list. I, I, I'm, not, I'm no longer on his hero list. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. That's fair. But we're working on things, right, Eric? Right, A? Thumbs up, uh, see? Thumbs up, <laughs> Do you remember the first time I called into the show when I was live on I was live I worked for CBS and I was about to get fired so oh, I, I worked, shit. Yeah, was, I remember that. It was when you guys were just on XM. Right. I worked for CBS doing mornings in Tampa, and I knew that they were flipping it to a, a, a Spanish station. And they kept lying to me and lying to me. And, and I knew we had five solid days left to go out. Nobody ever gets to know when they're going to get fired. Right. So I called them. I made my producer call them and wait on hold till he got through. And then when he went in, I picked you guys up live. And we talked for 45 minutes. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. That was good shit because... I had a lot of your uh, listeners, right? Uh, you know, get turned on to us. Yeah, it was a lot of this. Uh, this Cali guy, he, he's not so bad for terrestrial. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they stuck with it over the years. So I appreciate that. Yeah, we went after everybody that was doing terrestrial for the most part. Yeah, but, you did. But you're, you've made it work. Yeah, yeah. It was me. I, I was on the I, short list of people you liked. It was me, Brother Weez, BJ Shea, and everybody else. Could, Suck a dick. Could go fuck yeah. themselves. <laughs> yeah. Tony, why are you so quiet? Listen, I'm just here to... Were you in a panic uh, when they were talking about that stuff? No, I've got nothing to contribute. I'm sitting here listening enjoying the show. Well, you have headphones on and you got a microphone in front of you, so we're going to ask you questions, Go my ahead. friend. Yeah, you, want a, you want a cricket? No. The answer is still no. Theo, you want a cricket? How are they? You want to try one? Well, I want to I want to get a sponsorship from the Cricket Bar Company. You know, they they make, they blend them up into well, the protein bar. It would Why? taste better in a bar. Because That's a Joe Rogan snack. It is it? Like. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> something he's stuffing if they're under out his there listening, call me up. I'll, I'll, it was from I'll take my, one for the team. It was from my Mexican babysitter. She eats these by the pound. Oh, wow. You want to try one, they're Theo? Like high 
high in protein. I don't know, Rogan right? eats some exotic stuff. I've seen like on his Twitter and or on his his Snapchat. He's always grilling up some wild things and like yeah. animals you, sh- you know that we this don't one, eat regular. I'll this this one's kind of boring. I, I mean, is it's it like spicy. It's the texture. You know, you're eating a, a cricket that kind of gets to you. Are but, they healthy? Is that why people eat yeah, them? Yeah, they're crickets, bro. It's Mexican. like a mini lobster she, that walks on land. She yeah. loves it. She eats them by the pound. Isn't yeah, it, man. Isn't it weird, the texture? Because you know you're eating a cricket? <laughs> Theo said, yeah, it's man. It's sort of like... Uh, now you wash it down with coffee? It tastes a little crickety at the end. Yeah. yeah. Like grassy? What do they eat? It's... Try one, man. No, I don't want to try one. These things it, shit, it, and you don't know if they it, shit or right. Everything shit. I know, always, but you're not eating the asshole shit. of everything. <laughs> That's true. You're eating the whole asshole. The only oh, ass- those are those are Bro, homemade, by the way. The only yeah. asshole I eat is the is the uh, the crawfish asshole. <laughs> They're homemade. She got them uh, from a field up there in the Bronx. <laughs> I used to eat them when I was a kid growing up. We'd get them at, at a recess and bring them in. Really? Yeah. It's a grasshopper or a cricket. It's a cricket. It's a snack. Yeah. See, these I I lived in the city my whole life, so the first time I went out to my grandma. Mothers, I was like, "What the fuck is that? What is that?" At night, she's like, "What's wrong with you?" It's like, I'm used to hearing sirens and like domestic violence next door, not this noise. So I don't yeah. want to eat that. That makes the noise right there. That little leg. Just try one, Jamie. Nah, the nah, violinist, nah. dude. The mother nature's violinist. Reputation. Well, I mean, dude, hey, hate breed yeah, can't handle a fucking cricket. Handle a car, That's right, a great call. Right, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. What is this dude on fuck? soy milk? <laughs> this dude brought in a bag of freaking York Mint patties. <laughs> wow. Down with that. Wonder why metals is really struggling as a. Oh, it's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad, but it just you just know you're eating when it's you start chomping citrusy. into the legs and stuff. Yeah, I think it's like a lime. I think yeah. she said it was like a lime. Manson would eat them. Manson I've eaten way eat worse. I've eaten snake. I've eaten bear. But I mean, does she know they make sunflower? Tony seeds? wants one. Go ahead. <laughs> no, Get in there, man. I, I saw Mike angling for it. No, fuck. The I little eat, pop. I What's the hoppers? little pop? That's the asshole. I think it's uh, probably the skull, man. Mm. Tony's, here. <laughs> Tony's representing uh, Switzerland over here, aren't you? <laughs> you definitely am, seem pretty I'm, white. I'm a little white. Yes, yeah. I've been told that. Yeah. I but get that's good, tan though. from fluorescent lights. When you get crawfish, do you suck the face? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it sometimes. Yeah. It just depends on kind of who you know who's making them and what they. If they're overnight, if they've been sitting out for a day or something I won't but the yeah. first day yeah I'll I get hate crawfish come on don't like why oh, I don't God. know never liked them but this guy also like yesterday he see his teeth were flaring up he got a dental no and somebody I, brushed his teeth for him and he couldn't even open his mouth he had to have Eric hold his mouth open while he talked <laughs> is that what happened <laughs> like, what happened so Opie's going through this phase I'm noticing where there's a lot of like uh, ailments a lot of ailments oh god you can talk to the rest of the guys that have been in the studio oh, I can't even I've had ailments my entire career career <laughs> they're all stress related i learned <laughs> no i got my teeth clean and it, it was way too I, I was way past due so they really had to get in there and it was the vibrations caused a headache that's all it was oh, I felt it, and i felt a little nauseous look man oh. and i think the nauseousness came from some of the pieces that they uh, uh dislodged and, yeah and i you swallowed smelled, it and no i smelled it like uh, oh what the fuck dude. how long was it don't tell your forefathers how long story. was it it was only nine months it wasn't oh that bad. It wasn't so, that bad. i had another rich guy problem Nine months it wasn't what you, I, I, you made it like you hadn't gone in like four years. Oh, that, that, that's <laughs> I the old my six month cleaning. No, that was the old me, man. Yeah. We went years without going to the dentist. My whole mouth was on fire with cavities. <laughs> Same here. Really? Yeah, I think anybody who's Irish, we just don't give a fuck. And we would eat candy. Yeah. What, what, do you have a bunch of uh, siblings? 
Yeah, I got my, I got an older sister and a younger brother, but my, my father's oh, one of nothing. nine. Yeah, I'm one of seven, so oh, we yeah. weren't going to the dentist. That was one bill they're like, we could save money here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. until like the, when they finally had to do something, and we're marching in there getting six to eight cavities at uh, one fucking shot or a couple shots. You get the, the silver or the white fillings? Uh, I talked about this yesterday, oh, right, Theo? Oh, you did? Shit. Yeah, the the thing, I didn't get to listen yesterday. The one thing when I, I got money... I got rid of that silver because I, I ran into a dentist. He goes, you know, all that silver in your mouth, we could, we could take care of that pronto. And I guess they melted right out and then fill it up with the white. Yeah, I did one so side. I did that. He said, oh, yeah, you, you, you don't want to expedite. You can't expedite the pain. You're going to do it one shot or whatever. I'm like, no, nah, just I don't have time. Just do one side. But I got to go back for the other side. Oh, fuck no, man. When you go to the dentist, get it all done. I can't. I can't. You know what it's like to scream like, your head off for an oh hour and a half God. on stage after you've done dental work? It's sort of like. It's horrible. It's Sort of like flying when you could get to your destination with one fucking flight. No, I Do like it. the layover. You get off, you take a shit, you go to the southern spot, you get the mac and cheese. Oh, God, nothing worse than two Atlanta. flights to get to your destination. Nothing worse than some dude flying to Atlanta just to shit. I, go, I, go to, I get the black eyed peas, I get out, I get the cornbread. I love it. I see through Atlanta. Christ. I like the miles too. I get the extra miles. You go to Atlanta just for cornbread? I go to Minneapolis. They said, Oh, you want to direct to LA or you want to stop in Minneapolis? They put me through Minneapolis. I get out. I go to the Mall of America. I'll ride the fucking ride. <laughs> but how many hours is your layover? Oh, I had like a three-hour layover. I loved wow. it. You were able to get to the mall? Yeah. I went to the... Yes. I went into the Mall of America and got back. How, how, and, and this was a How trip. close is the airport? Uh, not. It's close. The Mall of America is right there. You can oh, okay. see the planes going over. <laughs> All right. That makes sense, huh? Because <laughs> we're New Yorkers. Yeah, we can't imagine leaving an airport ever. <laughs> No, if you have a layover, you, you you think about it, but you're like, there's no way. There's no guarantee I'm getting back here. Oh, LAX, I do it all the time. Like, if I got to go to Philippines or Japan or Australia, I get out, I go to In-N-Out Burger, get back in. You got to have pre-check or, or a global entry so you don't have to fuck around. And you never bring, like, a lot of bags. Only have, like, a fanny pack or, like, a small backpack or a laptop. To go to the Philippines? <laughs> well, no, you put everything else in chat. Like, actually, you know what? I just went to Mexico City. What the hell City. are you doing to the Philippines? He brings well, a ball bag no, with him. No, you just buy, you buy, you buy clothes when you get there. Like, I went to Mexico City and I just bought a bathing suit and then I just throw it out. See, that's, that, the bathing that's suit rich. Was, no, that's rich right there. No, no, are you no, 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 no. Yeah, well, no. But listen. Wow. <laughs> no. That sounded like you hey, kind of were. Hey, he asked questions about you, Mike. You yeah, might as well yeah. back. Like, are you on the outs or? No, 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 no. I just really want to know about you fucking girls in the Philippines. <laughs> no, no, no. The, none of that went or down. Or lady boys. Yeah. But, no, when I got to the Philippines, yeah. it was, we were on the cover of like their version of the USA Today. And so it was, nice. you, could, you can't, there was, you couldn't go anywhere. It was, and, and there was at a time where Obama was just there or getting there. So they had dogs searching everything, mirrors, you know, going underneath the car, searching for bombs. It was crazy. There you was mean really, like in a good way, you couldn't, like beetles couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. But, so, how, so what do you do? Do you just well, leave your door open and go, come on in? It's no, doors. no, no, because oh, uh. they will. <laughs> I mean, don't you wish? I don't know. I, every guy that's not a rock star, I think, wishes for that. Yeah. I wish the guy would fuck fat girls, ugly girls. I would, in every country. If I know, what? I know. It's if a weird... I had that beetle esque girls chasing me for anything, I would I would take advantage of that as long as I could. There were other bands on the bill on the festival that we played that definitely fucked like the girls that were working the counter, the maids, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the pool girl, the girl that was making the fucking smoothies. Who's, I mean, the, dirtiest, <laughs> who's just, the dirtiest band? Um, 
I mean, there's a lot. I mean, this is this was going back to like probably 2009. Um, what was the British band? I maybe it was asking Alexandra. They were they were partying at the time. Yeah. Um, Something like Mexico City. We did it one year with all the glam bands, and these dudes were now in their 50s, and they're still partying. Oh, fuck yeah, they are. Uh, but we didn't. You know, we're I'm in that hardcore punk kind of metal world where we didn't have the videos on the MTV in the 80s and stuff where. Now they see them on VH1, and they're like, we missed out being on a groupies uh, trip, so now we're going to do it. Oh, wow. So like, the, there's that. They're, like, so they're, they're catching up. Yeah, there's moms that bring yeah. daughters. Have you had a mom-daughter threesome? Uh, I've seen that go down in El Paso. Ooh. Wait, the moms are bringing the daughters to be part of the whole oh, yeah, they party. groupie world? Yeah, they party and they go crazy. Uh, you know how I saw that? Fuck. We, I have another band, Kingdom of Sorrow. We did five shows with Motley Crue. And Kenny, oh, who, that's where it's at. from Typo Negative, he had done... Shows with Motley Crue with Typo Negative, but it was in the Karabi years. Remember yeah, when yeah. John Karabi? Sure. So it was like scaled down arenas and smaller theaters, but they still, you know, it still had Nikki Six, still had Tommy Lee. So Nikki said they in the beginning of the tour they would decide what would be the goal. One year it was uh, who could who could fuck the fattest chick, who could fuck the oldest chick, and Nikki would win every year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, the first show I think it was Chicago it was a Ozzy. Boy to dream. <laughs> it was. I, I think I probably even told this story on your show already, but it was it was Ozzy and Molly Crew, and literally we got off the bus and by the fence. Kenny goes, "See, look," and there was girls waiting by the fence. These were beautiful girls that were like, "I will do." anything yes. to meet Nikki Six, and oh. I think so we made our we made one girl piss on the guy from Toxic Holocaust <laughs> and she so he's in the shower we had a shower on the bus right so he's in the shower actually we made two girls piss on the on and Phil poor, so I'm sorry Phil we, did maybe, Phil want they that can't, they can't blink no he no. didn't want it okay. and Phil. Kenny was like you're a piece of shit <laughs> shout out to Kenny Kenny's like the greatest you gotta get Kenny on the show He's yeah. he's got stories I don't know if he can tell all the stories but um so then we we gave them the passes, and I guess there was issue with the passes. So I don't even think they got to uh, meet Nikki. <laughs> they had to piss on this guy's face, and still didn't get to meet Nikki. Six. Yeah, but they got to piss on some guy. <laughs> right? Yeah, they, they got a good story. No, out they of did it. not want to do it. There was another guy on that tour. I can't say who, but he liked to drink piss. And one Scott's that probably Ozzy. <laughs> probably Ozzy. No, 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 it wasn't nothing washes down a bad. No, head. no, it was it wasn't Stap. Um, actually, Stap's around. He's like normal again. Can we get? him on the uh, show i've had him on no I, I, i've had him on he's awesome he's normal like that guy in that dangerous mind movie where everybody thinks yeah. he's normal where you go out to the shed and he's got all the fucking oh, I, wires oh, I, I, I can smell that shit yeah. I, I see it in his eyes <laughs> he's still gonna say oh, I, I can smell that i, I yeah I, I smell that shit can't out. stop crazy <laughs> he was he was relatively normal on our show though told some crazy stories about hiding behind trees and really ah uh, he's awesome so I, well, I, I absolutely love him now well this yeah, I, I know him he's for a long great time. he's great radio i've been trying to get him on my podcast since I started the podcast, I had Tremonti on, and you know he doesn't. Re- I don't. He, you know he doesn't want to talk about Scott. He wants to talk about his band, you know, Alter Bridge, Bridge yeah. and the Tremonti record. And I don't blame him. He must be tired of asking. Dude, Alter Bridge you know, has a hell of a fan base. Oh, they're, they're killing it on and Twitter. It's crazy oh. the support they get from uh, their fans. Oh, they have like a Twitter account for every country. I saw that. It's wow. like Alter Bridge. Kazakhstan, Spain, yeah, whatever the yeah. fuck. You could totally get bitches to pee on their face for all the bridge tickets. Oh, yeah, so the other guy who was drinking the pee, he the, he said, <laughs> he said these two girls came on the bus and he said, uh, sorry, was I fuck? I was talking, the mic was crazy, right? Now you fixed it. It sounds good now. What? Yeah, yeah. the mic was, because I'm, I'm like yelling into the mic. Listeners I, I, are probably you're like, just babbling away. That's all I know. <laughs> so who's drinking? Yeah, he's just babbling away. Oh, right. So he, they, they, after a, you know, a bunch of, uh, 
piss drinking. Yeah, he said, did you guys eat lunch together? You had celery soup? And the girls looked at each other like, how did he know? Wow. Yeah. That's, wow. that's an expert. Yeah. So he was like a piss mist. Yeah, he was going like, he's like a piss whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> they had a... Yeah, I knew a guy who could read. Who would read people's ribs? He would read. Uh, he was a rib reader. What does that mean? Just kind of feel them. Yeah, he'd feel your ribs. It's just like giving you a palm reading, I guess. But yeah, maybe if you didn't have a palm, and then he would read your ribs, he could like tell your future and your past and stuff. <laughs> so you need your gallbladder removed. Look how to feel you up is what he wanted. <laughs> yeah, to no kidding, man. He didn't seem like he didn't seem like that kind of no, guy. Oh no, he seemed organized. He'd tell you, did what? you have your ribs read? I, I'm sure. Yeah, I remember him. I can't you know, find any anything. Like this on the internet? What, rib <laughs> yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Well, rib reading those type of ribs. <laughs> no, 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 no not edible ribs. Oh, he oh, okay, he was only reading live ribs. Look under molestation. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this dude went some to nice uh, side tattoos on some nice ladies, but that's about it. No rib reading. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it didn't take off. It's yeah. not. It's not a thing. So, Mike, you're, uh, <laughs> it's definitely a thing. <laughs> Are you from Staten Island too? I am. I grew up in Staten Island. Do you yeah. like Staten Island or do you trash it like most people? Uh, I don't. I mean. I don't like Mo it. I left at the right time, I think. But most people, they leave Staten Island, and then they end up trashing it. You mean Pete Davidson. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's one name that comes to mind. There's Pete. been a few over the years, though. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, a, it's the... It armpit. seems like it's a pretty cool place. No, I mean, I, don't really know. I, I was a really poor kid, so I grew up in the shits of Staten Island. Oh, it's, very, it's a very mysterious place in the New York area. Yeah? A lot of people don't know much about Staten Island. It's, yeah, you know, it's, a, real, it's a real island, right? Well, because you don't island. really... You don't go there. You, I mean... If you live somewhere else, you just drive through it, and most people don't, uh, you know, stop and do anything. Right? There's there. no destination. It's really strange. Nonsense. There's no reason to go there. Right. Unless you're visiting somebody. And I, I was explaining to Tony before the show. I'm, I'm, it's got like four bridges for a place that nobody goes to. It has the most <laughs> access of any yeah. place in the tri-state area. Because they don't. Because I don't think they want people stopping. Probably. <laughs> no. You know what it is? The home of it's the largest garbage dump in the world. Is what Staten Island is, and it's only like a 16 miles long. And yet, it, uh, half of it's a garbage dump. Oh, wow. I used to, yeah, does it, it smell? Fresh kills the worst. And then sometime, like in the nineties, they sprayed it with this cherry shit, so they thought yeah. that that would mask yeah. it. And I lived like like three blocks away, but it's right by the mall too. So if you open the window at night, you all you smell is cherry garbage right. shit blowing, and it's disgusting. Yeah, I get it, man. Uh, yeah, nothing worse than the smell yeah. of a dump because that was another bill my parents were trying to save. So we started taking our own fucking garbage <laughs> to the dump. Yeah, and my dad thought it would be a cool little thing to bring us. Little kids, I, we weren't even teenagers, like, so it was like 12, 11, 10. He's like, Oh, they would love to run around the dump as we dump <laughs> our garbage. The smell is just you can't yeah. even describe no, that. It's, to anybody else. it's good to bury bodies, that's why the mob used to always go to stand on to bury bodies because right. nobody wants to dig through that. Shit. Oh, did your, did your dad not pay taxes? I mean, why were you? Why, why <laughs> you thought I got your own garbage. <laughs> I've told that story too, Tony Burton, who you listen, say you're a fan and you uh, listen, listen to the show, but you don't know shit about anything. Oh, you know, I miss, <laughs> I miss one day and suddenly I'm a bad listener. <laughs> My, how dare my you? Dad, how dare you? My dad set up his own church so we didn't have to pay taxes. <laughs> Beat that one. I know that story. Beat that one. Right. They always had the guy who would do like the freelance garbage pickup. You know that dude? Yeah. He like had his own. He would go like on the rural routes, <laughs> pick it up himself. Man, we used to live right next door to that dude, bro. I had that dude one time. I was too lazy to take my shit to the dumpster, and they had some guy that come around on a bike and just you leave it outside your door, and he would bring it to the dumpster five dollars a week. Yeah, that was the best money wow. ever spent. That's when you start to feel rich. Yeah, you pay a guy to carry. Well, then we started burning our we burned our own garbage yeah, uh, with burning hot. stove. I like but that. the smell of plastic, I don't think that's great for the environment. I don't yeah. think that did me even well. Put the kids to bed early. They gave me a little <laughs> brain damage. <laughs> did they weigh the the car when you took it? 
Huh? Did they weigh it? Like, I used to go to the dump with my father, and they would weigh the car. I was a little kid. I don't remember. He's like, all right, kids, go run around a little while. We're looking at each other like, what the fuck? I felt like my father was a bad parent for never taking me to the dump. <laughs> <laughs> or the scrapyard. The scrapyard. We never the metal. Together, yeah. The church scam was the best, though, because they, he didn't pay tax, uh, taxes for a while. Yeah. And it's uh, it's way long ago, so I feel okay with this. Pre-Scientology? Oh, yeah. It was some kind of weird loophole that the entrepreneurs, my dad was an entrepreneur, so he was always coming up with uh, schemes and, and things to do. And we used to have to bring a tax-exempt form when we were buying our shit. And if we came <laughs> home and, and we just had to say, yeah, we, we showed him the tax-exempt. Because supposedly if you go, look, I'm a, I'm a child of the Lord, he, you know, they can't charge the taxes. There was some so weird garbage. fucking loophole. <laughs> but there's a lot of garbage. I mean, garbage is an exotic world, really, when you think about it. There's God? a lot going on. Garbage. Oh. Yeah, and gar- uh, yeah. Okay. There's no wonder you're so fucking angry now. Now I get it. No, All this I'm shit not. you had to do when you were a kid. It's a successful. <laughs> your own garbage. I'm not as angry, believe it or not. Maybe not now. I still but... got the reputation for being the angry guy, but I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> and you're so susceptible now, maybe, to different things. Maybe it's going to that dump. <laughs> Probably. You know? I think it was uh, smelling the plastic burning in my house. Are you going to a therapist? Uh, off and on. I'm like, good right now for a little bit. Like, how do you know you're good? <laughs> like, you did oh, wow. <laughs> You decided? That's dump talking. That's that dump talking right like, there. Like, who are you to talk? You, you say you don't even need one. You're like, I'm good. I don't need one. I didn't think I needed one for the longest time. And then when I finally went, I'm like, fuck, man, this is all right. What I'm was like, your big problem? Yeah. Um, just anger. And like at who though? Do they fr- my mom? Oh, your mom. No, another guy that doesn't no, listen no, no, to no, the no, fucking no. show. Listen, it's not always the obvious thing. No, I got. But I'm. Uh, no, I'm good. Yeah, a lot yeah. of anger issues over the years, frustration. I think you say good, you're good. Like go they were like you're irritable, cured, irritable depression. Yeah, yeah, you get frustrated, you irritable because no, no, I'm good now. Uh, all right, do I, some, I, do, I do some edibles. You still have angry face. You still uh, the iris. The iris are always why, a little keyed up. Huh? Yeah. Why is the ginger? If you got any ginger in you whatsoever, you got anger shit going. And then on. one of seven kids. Little, yeah. Plus, they were always bringing in other kids that needed a home to live. So, you know, we got lost in the mix. So maybe it's part of not being. Heard. That's why I do this for a living. Maybe. Are you like a big fuck you now to all six of the kids because you're the one? Nah, we're no. all. Good. Well, most of us are good. Yeah. <laughs> There's always one or two that you're not. Now, what about you're you, not, how, as ginger people? How did you guys feel when they quit accepting uh, red-haired semen donors? You know, a few years back, I was bummed. But when they did that, then wait, the you old, were really bummed? Yeah, because they uh, they were paying good for for yeah, it was a high you money. Go, yeah, that was high <laughs> money seed right there. If you but, had red hair, but if your shit is clean. Forty dollars a day. Yeah. Drop a dump right in the morning, and they'll pay you forty dollars. A masturbation. Day. No. You once they stop with the ginger, your ginger shit is still okay. Ginger sperm, they don't want. Who's buying your shit? Bio don't or it's bio. Wait, you, got, you haven't heard about this? Fecal transplanting is huge. Wait, wow. they're paying for our, our shit. I didn't yeah, know this. yeah. There's probably one right in the city right now. If you were healthy $40 enough, forty dollars a dump. Yeah. So think about that for every day, five days a week. How much money is that per month? Forty dollars a day. And what are they doing with the the dump? They Little. they uh, they. It's actually fecal transplanting is curing all sorts of issues like irritable bowel syndrome. I think it helps people with Crohn's. They shoot it in there. They just had this on yeah. lice. People they, shooting shit up. They shoot some. They shoot <laughs> healthy done that. shit. I don't know what's wrong with this mic. Is it? Is it? Am, am I? No, it's just your all. It's your headphones. Are the I got too many mics on, so okay. I might have to tell Tony um, to go beat it. I'm not even talking. 
you know, by the way, the answer was two hundred eighty dollars a week. By the way, <laughs> okay, thank you. As an audio file, Opie, I've been really concerned with the quality on the. No, you're good. Show. You're all right, um, but Eric, no, it sounds all right, right, Eric? It's a little crispy, a little hot. It's better now than it was. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um, I'm half deaf, too, so <laughs> but, it sounds look, great to me. Look it up. If, if anybody's out there has healthy shit and wants to get, a, Dude, I got to get some, some good... supplemental Are income. you doing it? No, no, no. My shit's a mess right now. It's, 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 too, it's too acidic. Like I think about, I would think the messy shit is what they want. Though. No, they don't want, want a solid, solid log, log, do they? Yeah, because yeah. they, they they break it up anyways with the saline. They break it up with the saline, <laughs> yeah. like a solution, and then uh, like some people were seeing results like three days in, right? Like the girl on the Vice show, she saw results like three. What days was her later. problem? I think she had some sort of um, intestinal issue that she was just having like violent diarrhea from. I feel like you're confused. I feel like you watch a different show. No, <laughs> something else. No, I'm telling you, what's wrong your shit? That Vice could uh, confuse you. So ginger, the ginger, poop. ginger shit's okay. What's wrong? Okay? Why is your shit so oh. messy right now? I've been drinking like eight cups of coffee in the morning, so nice. it starts oh, out all right, bad. and then that's not bad. That'll loosen stuff up nice. What's your what's your your limit on on coffee? He's a radio guy, so you uh, go pot a day. Two I, would, I, would, I would bet at least two pots a day for my calcium. I'm a uh, I'm an iced coffee guy, so I'll get one in the morning on the way to work. Trenta, and then Trenta. I'll maybe if I'm having a slow day, one more at about nine o'clock. And then I try to cough because I get fat guys get heartburn when they go to bed too much coffee. <laughs> really? Yeah. Get the fucking agita. How long do radio? How long do like DJs live? Like radio guys? If, Is there like a time? Thing? We're not like like forty. We're not like dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> like football 40. players, like you get the restaurant that fails. And you yeah, what past forty? You're gonna be all right if you if you make it past forty. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of radio guys that died young. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. It just popped Woo! into my head. But the drugs will do that to you. We didn't, I didn't get any of the. I was out really when the cocaine stopped getting delivered to the radio station. Yeah. Music radio guys die young because they all did coke from their from their twenties on. Wow! Yeah, so yeah. their heart just explodes. I never got that right before they turn forty. I just got free meals, Doing which is cut. probably gonna have the same effect <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Yeah. Away so are you on buddies. still? Are you in the, on the air? Yeah, yeah, I do mornings in Tampa. Yeah, he, oh, great. He's off for a week, so he I decides to do radio. Well, that's you ever, crazy. Do you ever have any metal guys on? Yeah, I I, I would love for it. I, we had the best show of the tour. Was at the State, State Theater. Theater. Sold yeah. out on a Monday night. Thank you, everybody. If anybody's listening from St. Pete, I, that place rules. We had a great time. It was literally, I'm not kidding you, it was the best show of the tour. Yeah, that's always a good spot. I always music. blew off guys like, uh, well, from bands like the one, you know, like Hate Breed. And then I realized you guys are all great talkers. Well, you also, so you'll shut down a guest that's right. like huge, like Taffer. Taffer comes in, he's like, "Oh, bring John Taffer," and and they're like, "Oh, you're like, how come we didn't book John Taffer?" Well, we did. You said pass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that makes me happy. <laughs> and I'm like, "Wow, that's John great." Taffer. I'm like, "Opie booked me instead of Taffer." I'm like, "Because I love you're a good this talker." Guy. That the, they don't understand that down the hall. They're like, "We need A-listers." Fuck the A-listers. I bring in my friend, the Mad Cuban. He's better than any A-lister on, on the mic. I know there's sometimes I don't I don't want to say like you know the actory type people you'll get on and they don't want to say anything personal. It's like well what they are you don't just here to promote your film? They can't. I know they're well, afraid. I'll come on so, here and talk about guys getting pissed, you know, right. drinking piss, and they they'll probably the guy already texted me. Hey, don't fucking say my name. <laughs> Craig Gasol already texted me too, and he said, "Fuck yeah, bro, Mall of America." I do the same thing. Craig Gas does he, that. Yeah, he I also drinks that. piss. Craig Gas, <laughs> yeah. I know that for a fact. Actually, <laughs> piss drinker. Craig seems like a dude that's hiding a lot. Oh, uh, Craig. How deviant yeah. is that? Does he seem, bro? 
I want to. Can I call Doctor Steve about the poop thing? Yeah, call Doctor. I got a question wanna, for Doctor Steve too. I want to understand. You have any medical issues there, Mike? No, I'm pretty good. I really? mean, nothing growing on your body. You want to know about or anything? No. If you yeah. want to give me a test or anything, I'll take it. But I'm pretty fingers good. in the hiney. He used to come. I've up, had it done. He used to come up and do that for us. He did to you. I gotta ask him uh, about the, no the... homeless guys. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna do the bit, you gotta do the bit, right? Yeah. yeah. The hair on the ears. Like, why now am I getting hair it, on my it's ear? It's the worst. What is it's that? the worst like, thing about getting old? Why do you need it? And you don't. And if you don't have a good friend to tell you you don't see it my, yeah. my poor father-in-law I, I, I he's my father-in-law so i don't feel like but i'm i go to my brother-in-law's i'm like how the fuck do you not tell him yeah. he's got a bush growing out of his ear you can't tell him but you can't you can like i would tell my father i'd be like we told our stepdad they moved to arizona took my mother to arizona bro we wanted to uh we wanted to do like a just a number four over his eyebrows <laughs> yeah <laughs> get the stragglers bro his eyebrows were like getting to know like his that, ears that was insane. That was a bad day. The first time the hair cutter went and just snipped some eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And then it grows like, back what even the harder. fuck? Because <laughs> you can make it well into your 20s without them even touching that shit. And one day they broke out the scissors and went snip, and it's <laughs> never been the same. Oh, I had to do Now I got to keep that up. shit uh, trimmed down. Briss said it's, it's out of the control. Eyebrows. I got to do something about it. Really? Said, All right. Yeah, he said straight up it's out of control. For and what? For you? For the eyebrows. You yeah. look fine, man. I just had them done. Just yeah. you, know? like you go to manscaping. No, you got to go to an old man barber. I was, yeah. I got a lot of flack on my Twitter because I gave this barber shit. I, I called the barber in St. Louis. I said, "Do you take walk-ins? Yeah, come on in. What time do you close? Five o'clock." So I walk in, and I, I, I walk in. I don't know four fifteen. Yeah, and and I said on the phone, "Look, I got to take like a forty-minute Uber over there. Like, I want to make sure." And it's packed, and he gives me, you know, he's like, who the fuck is this guy? No, I got too many people. And I'm like, well, you told me. So then I, I t- and I look on the thing, and it's like $75. Oh, right. You know, it's like one of these hipster barber shops. And uh, so I said, hey, I went down the street. I got an old man barber, gave me the whole deal for seven bucks. That's the way to but go. But then, like, the fans of the barber shop were all <laughs> bummed out that I called them out on Twitter, which I guess it was a little. Why um, did you call, all calling out the hip barber? Yeah, the, because, you know, like. <laughs> Your, your hair takes 10 seconds right exactly just <laughs> what buzz are you talking it? about just buzz it but i wanted to i wanted to go there because it said like when in st louis try these couple places so i was like oh let me let me what? let me go to like, <laughs> like a like a barbecue no like a mom and pop joint like if you know like if you go into a town you want to go to a cool record store right. so they look like a cool spot on yelp but meanwhile it's it's a spot where a the guy is like yeah. you know the guy was busy he's overworked he's angry I don't know. And so, I, yeah, I go to the old man, and he said to me, first thing he's, I knew the guy was going to be great because he's crazy. First thing he says to me, he puts his finger on my forehead, and he goes, second cousin married Bruce Willis. <laughs> what? All right. And the guy was out of his mind, but he buzzed my head, yeah. shaved the beard, trimmed it up, and then he said, yo, you got to do something about the hair on the ears. And, he, whoop, whoop. Right. and I'm like, I didn't, you know, it's they get about wild. the second cousin of Bruce Willis? What? I don't know. I said, I said, you going to tell ask me? Him? Yeah. I said, you going you gonna to tell me? He goes, no, that's it. <laughs> and that's yeah. what makes him cool. Yeah, and he's right by. He there's goes, a great. Yeah. There's in St. Louis. There's a great uh, farmers market where you could go get the gumbo. You get the crawfish. Um, you need a travel channel show. I'm gonna. I'm working on it. I have a podcast now, which I talk about a lot of my travels yeah. and a lot of things. But I, I, I need to do that. You love the layover there, Jamie. Jasta. Love a good layover Shit in Atlanta, bro. Because <laughs> I, I go right in the Sky Lounge. I'll eat all the shitty free food. I drink. It's fucking, not all bad though in there. Some of it's. 
right, yeah. What do you like, the chicken casserole thing? I, I didn't go for the chicken. You, you know, I, I looked at that weird, that weird rice. Oh, yeah, what the is rice. that rice? What, the dirty rice? Know. Yeah. They started doing cornmeal sometimes in the mornings, which is kind of interesting. Did you see at JFK, they had a DJ, and he, they had Moscow mules <laughs> and fucking pulled pork sandwiches nice. for free. <laughs> What did you do in Tampa? Did you lay over anything in Tampa? No, but they, our drummer and our guitar player, they went from Austin to Tampa on the day off, and I think maybe they, I, I think our, I think our drummer ended up getting like one of those like hotel resorts and like one of the sites, one of those discount sites, and he got it for like seventy bucks with a pool, a slide, all this stuff. I just drove with the bus to New Orleans. We had a day off in New Orleans, and I just hit New Orleans hard. I went to Harrah's, lost money. Yeah, yeah. I went to uh, where it's else? Good cobbler over there. They <laughs> went to go fix your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I went got a mole removed. One of the <laughs> finest mole removal. Donated some <laughs> shit to the shit box place. Yeah, dude. Dude, selling you. He's selling uh, ginger shit for fucking 25 bucks a gram and down there. All day and age that a barbershop oh, has Twitter fans is ridiculous. The street value oh, yeah. some ginger shit? <laughs> I want to know more about the shit thing, man. Nah, I'm that telling sounds you, like a nice look, side job for some up, pocket money. Look up donating shit. Right. Donating fecal right. Uh, matter. Donating feces for pay. I can't believe Jim Norton didn't know about this right. either, huh? Oh, well, his, his. I mean, this guy's. It. No, no way. Clean. He's probably running a no, chop shop no. out of his ass. With all the with all the uh, there you cool go. shit, stuff open biodome stool donation, right stool there. Stool donation, see, oh, see. All right, well, and, and are we trying to get Doctor Steve on the phone for this? He's perfect for this. Do like, they come pick it up or not? Look, it no. says become a donor. In. No, yeah, you jog in. Jog, you got yeah, a hot, jog in with your shit. Yeah, you got a hot one in the chamber, ready to fire. Oh, where do they accept that? Uh, let's see. I think this one's Massachusetts. Can you bring it from home, or, the, or do they want it? it? No, from you got to go in. They gotta, it's got to have a, a sterile. You know, uh, you drop it in the bowl. You'll see. Watch it on Vice on demand. HBO Go. I think I would do it just for a goof, just right? To see what it's all about, or also at least get it tested and let it know. Because, like you were saying, you know, you're good now with the therapy, but they've been proving that depression, anxiety, all this stuff oh, it starts in your gut, right? And that your gut health is like seventy percent of your uh, your mood and all this stuff. There's all these new studies coming out. Wow. Uh, we're calling Dr. Steve right now. Were you a sperm donor too, Jamie? No, I was just joking about that. I gotta, you know what? I gotta. <laughs> well, that's your I first be, question. He's gotta, quiet for thirty. Well, I gotta be, care, I gotta be <laughs> careful about this because when you're in a band and you travel, I've been tra- I've been on the road for over twenty years. He's donated like, enough my, sperm. My daughter said to me the other day, like, I know you have a second family somewhere. I'm like, <laughs> I said, I absolutely do not have. Any kids anywhere in the world? I swear, I swear on my life. But you don't know that. What if they showed up now? What like are you I, denouncing? What if no, your child he, is listening and you're denouncing uh, them? No, I'm just saying she. Oh, the the the, the unknown child. Yeah. No, <laughs> I understand what Come Jamie's on, saying. Those those guys that have actual two fucking families. Yeah, in the I dated a girl. Her dad that is got crazy. Double life. How the fuck do you pull that off? And my birthday is the day, like in that book that tells right. you what your birthday means. That's the day that says. Is like you lead a double life. My mother was like, "Oh yeah, that's the, you know, Bruce dude. Willis's second cousin." <laughs> <laughs> the dude that did uh, Sunday Morning uh, before Charles, Charles Carroll. Uh, no, yeah, Charles Carroll. Yeah. He had a, uh, two families. Yeah. He's always on the road. I'd have two families. You know dude. who else? Uh, I heard allegedly uh, Jimmy Hart. 
Really? Yeah, because he from I, WWE. Yeah, because he's in wow. Tampa. He lives in Tampa. But did the I families know? No, and he and he was in Memphis because he started Memphis wrestling. And supposedly there's a Memphis family, right, and a Tampa family. That's what I've heard. I don't know. And you just go that. back and forth, and neither family knows. That's oh that's no, I think crazy. the second family always knows about the first family. Yeah, yeah. It's hard All to right. keep it quiet when you got that megaphone too, bro. <laughs> 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 nice. You whispering at uh, 180 Real volts. Nice. It's hard enough to make plans with one fucking family. Like Thanksgiving, it's like Jesus. What do you got to do? Well, what if your son's uh, out there, man, and you're saying this kind of yeah. stuff? Little kid Jimmy? This. Um, <laughs> you might have a kid out there, Jimmy yeah, Like German, German Jim. No, I'd I be know. happy if I had a kid show up at my door, like a son, and he was like, uh, I'm your I'm your son. Like that I didn't know. Not that I abandoned That would make him. you happy? Only if he's like older than my marriage. I would be pissed because I'm like, I yeah. bet you the mom fucking raised him bad. I didn't even get a chance. No, I see, that. Yeah. That's what I would be you thinking. You gotta swallow that and just take him to a couple of lunches, bro. What if all sort of teenagers. <laughs> You're <laughs> too, man. Yeah, dude, you can't take fight the, that battle. Take him to the garbage dump like your dad. You're going to fight <laughs> the past? Burn a little plastic. Have a little cookout with your boy. <laughs> if a teenage kid comes to your front door, looks just like you. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? You're, you're bummed that all those years went by, and then you wonder if he was raised right. I'd be a little bit hurt, but you know what? I would take him in. And I'm going to say this honestly right now. If I got a son out there, because I've been in and out of a lot of freaking trim Vaginas. out there, places, some things outside of Pittsburgh that occurred. And, uh, <laughs> I just want to tell my son I love you, man. And if, you, if you're looking for me and you need me, man, I'm right here for you. Don't be afraid to uh, come and pro- approach your father. Can I add on that? My, my son, if you're listening, if you're uh, under 13, don't fucking come around Man, you're fuck my marriage. Seventeen wow. or older, I'll take you. I'll love you. I'll get you a bedroom. And somewhere an eleven-year-old boy just breaks fuck down yeah. in tears. Stay right away now. until until I'm divorced. Let me, let me uh, before before we go to break, Doctor Steve. We got Jamie Jaston studio, and he's talking about donating your poop for money. Forty dollars or load, right, Jamie? Yep. You know anything about this? Yeah, it's uh, sort of like the goose that laid the golden eggs. Wow. Um, if you've got clean fecal matter, yeah, you can uh, you can donate for transplant. Well, what deems it to be clean? Well, not having hepatitis A would help. All right. <laughs> um, not having uh, uh, Clostridium difficile, which is what they're using it for most. What like. is that? Clostridium difficile is a uh, it's a bacterium that causes a thing called pseudomembranous colitis. Now, basically, what this is is when you, you take a lot of antibiotics, you kill off all the good bacteria in your bowel. And then what's left is these crummy bacteria that just sort of take over and cause these little plaques in the bowel called pseudomembranes, and it causes voluminous diarrhea. People have died from it. And uh, uh, fecal transplant actually is a you know is a valid treatment for that. The cool thing about fecal transplant is There's that they're all cool about it. <laughs> huh? No, There's it's amazing. Cool about it. No, it's yeah. amazing. You no, should, it is amazing. It's helping people's lives. Like, I yeah. do you know anybody that has Crohn's disease or has any of this yeah. irritable, sure, but, irritable bowel? They're so I, depressed. They especially when they have a flare up, you can't do anything. Can have you we, ever had the stomach bug? Violent diarrhea. How about we break it down though? There was some sick fucking doctor out there that figured this shit out. Yeah, yeah. it was through horses. Well, yeah, dude, They've been doing it thing. through horses for four hundred years. Go ahead, Doctor C. Yeah, you can. You can eat yogurt, and well, the problem with that is it only has one bacterium, which is lactobacillus, which, by the way, is yeah, evidence that. that God <laughs> has a sense of humor because that's the same bacterium that is, you know, populates the female vagina is the same bacteria that makes yogurt into yogurt. But you can eat it, but the problem is the stomach kills most of it. And then it's got to go through the small intestine just to get to the large intestine. Mm. So it makes sense 
to take healthy bacteria and inject them, you know, through a tube back into the colon uh, from the backside to make uh, to repopulate it. And the best place to get those bacteria is from other people's turds. Is, is, this, wow. is this an Assassin's Creed plot? I feel like this is We all have questions, but what do they do with the poop? To get it ready for uh, transplant. Oh, you 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 know you dump it in a bucket and you mm-hmm. add a little uh, uh, fluid to it. Fluid. And, uh, and then you uh, mm-hmm. um, give right. it back you, into the person you, through an element bag. Do you, do you taste oh. it like you're cooking? Like ah, it needs a little oh, more fluid. <laughs> yeah. Now Jeez. there is another way that you can do it with a colonoscopy. I've heard of this where they'll yeah. use the colonoscope and insert it in, and then as they're withdrawing the scope, they'll deposit you know this. Uh, uh, transplanted fecal matter. Now, there, there are these. Okay, so there's only one market for it, right? Butt. <laughs> now, wouldn't it be better if you didn't have to pay people to donate, but you could make your own? And so, there's a commercial version of uh, transplanted poop, and it has a trade name. It's called Repopulate, <laughs> and um, <sighs> very clever. I'm investing right away, right? And uh, now, look, the, the cool thing is, is not only for this Clostridium difficile, but they're looking at it for Crohn's disease, as you mentioned, and ulcerative colitis, that it may be beneficial for those conditions as well. Can you smoke it? <laughs> sure. Fucking Cause Cause I smoke a gram of butt hash in a heartbeat, dude. <laughs> Dr. Steve, uh, feel free. I had a question about the your uh, like your gut holds a lot of your um, your mood, right? Like it, it depends. You could like if you have uh, depression or stuff, it could be a gut problem. Is that yeah, true? Yeah, that's interesting, isn't that the gut bacteria? There may be an association between our gut bacteria and uh, and uh, conditions like depression. Wow. Like they really just start looking at this. Um, I've got, and I can't remember these people's name, and they're going to kill me, but they sent me a kit that you actually give them a stool sample, and they analyze your gut bacteria and see if, uh, you know, yeah. you're prone to certain diseases. That's so. a bunch of shit to because me, I think. I was, I was on <laughs> the road. I was on the road. We had done, like, six flights in a row, and I was I couldn't shit. I was so constipated, and I couldn't even, like, really get out of the bunk. And I took this stuff. We were in, like, uh, I think the Czech Republic, and I didn't know what it was. I just took it, and it, I shit my brains out. And then I went to, a, like, a walking clinic. I think it was in Prague. And the the guys there said take this um, probiotic, and it was like it's it was in check writing, but it definitely said like I want to say twenty five billion. Does that sound sure. right? Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. And yeah. I took two, and then I took the rest of the thing for the rest of the tour. And I swear I'd never been so happy. Like I was upbeat. I felt <laughs> nice good. and light, light on your I feet. I was <laughs> loving it, and I I swear I'm like I'm telling you that probiotic works not just to yeah. to yeah. shit normally, but you really feel good. Yeah, yeah, and you can buy that stuff. Over the counter. My favorite probiotic over the counter is one called Yawn! Flora Q2. <laughs> now we're talking about probiotics. Well, get question? back to the poop talk. That makes you feel good. Can I ask a different <laughs> shit question? Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Uh, so, uh, Doc, I, I'm a pretty good public shitter. Like, I don't mind going in restaurants and wherever yeah, I have to go. Me and you, Jets bro. games. I anywhere. Care. I don't give a fuck. Oh, but I leave. Port I, Authority bathroom. Well, baby. If I have this shit, I'll go anywhere. So yeah, I left. Hope we'll do it on the beach. Yeah. I left uh, that is true. Saturday from Tampa. 
And my body knows when I'm not in my own environment. I don't really get constipated because I don't like have stomach pains or anything. But my body just won't shit when I'm in another state until it gets acclimated. What is what is? How does it know, dude? Who knows? It's amazing. You how should did, know. How, You're a fucking doctor. How does, <laughs> right. how does it know it when you're getting you. right close to your house and all yeah, of the yeah. turtling too? You well, know? that's mental. That's mental. You see, you're, you're, well, you're, you know. this has got to be mental too. I, but I'm I comfortable know. shitting elsewhere. That's why I don't understand. Yeah. And today right. it was like today's the day you're gonna shit. Yeah, I don't. What about the shit cycle? The shit cycle. You ever notice that? Like when you're with a dude, you all of a sudden you're on the same shit cycle. Like this motherfucker's got a shit at the same time as me. Uh, Like periods. When you're on the road, (laughs) we're shaking up. Yeah, the shit cycle. Like when you're on the road with dudes. I had no idea about this. And then you know, in the middle of the night, you stop at like a rest area. That's because you stopped at a rest area. No, no. There's dudes. Like there's a lot of dudes on the road that they know to shit before you get on the bus. Like I'm gonna get this done at night. Like we call them night poopers. Yeah. And they get it done, but then you have like occasionally like. Like dudes, where you're always like, this fool's in the stall again. Yeah. At the same who's time, dude, who's premeditated? Is that real, Doctor Steve? Their... A shit cycle? Yeah, that's uh, no. that. That would be new science. <laughs> 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 but I wouldn't be surprised. Here's the thing: I think there is an evolutionary advantage to all these things that you guys brought up because if you're living in a cave. Um, and you're, let's say you're a hunter gatherer, you're going to want to have a specific place to leave your bowel movements because that's where the, uh, um, uh, uh, the saber tooth tigers can find you. <laughs> so you want to be able to time that properly. So, you know, and it probably makes it sense for two of you to go at the same time so you can watch out for each other. Uh, give a back fuck. to back. My brother and I used to do that when we were growing I'm, up. I, yeah, so back. People, I, I tapped out a while ago. Donating the poop was exciting to me. Now that's guy wants to talk about his favorite vitamins in a minute or two. (laughs) (laughs) What about the ear hair, Dr. Steve? Why are we growing hair on our ears at 39? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, why? The older you get, why do you get more hair all over your fucking body? And what about hair on the shaft? Like, why does it got to go up there? Like, just stay where it was. Horrendous. Uh, The thing is, is that evolution doesn't care about those things. Right. So the things that are gross... To us, when we get older, well, hell, we used to die when we were 20, 30 years Amen. old, and it wasn't a problem. So <laughs> these are all things that evolution isn't selecting against. No, no, so I agree no, with you. These are pieces of joy, brother, and a lot of these guys are Nothing worse than it. stretching out your fucking piece and, and shaving it down, well, shaving what, down the shaft. Why would you need the hair that far up the shaft? <laughs> right. Why now? Because your penis gets longer over time, so the hair has to keep it warm, so it's reaching Protected. out for that. Yeah. Yours does. Yeah. <laughs> we're Irish. <laughs> hey, I'm not in your boat there, brother. <laughs> I do all right. <laughs> you talk about your own it small piece. I just don't know where missed. we went wrong today. Huh? I just feel like it's just, we're just we're good. selling shit and... <laughs> Is $40, a doctor $40 on? for your uh, your your uh, poop. We in should all donate our shit. We're we're all too well off to Yeah, what about a mixed bag? How much for a mixed bag, <laughs> you know, dog? Dude, I want to be an Uber driver. Now I want to fucking uh, donate some poop just, <laughs> just for the experience. <laughs> Walking around money. People think I'm, I, I I did it for the right. I really want to try uh, to Uber a little bit. That's why when you see people bit. that are like, oh, I can't get a job, this and that. Motherfucker, yeah. people are selling their shit. Mm-hmm. Right. You, there's a guy out here dressed as a silver surfer making bank. Like, it's America. The silver surfer? guy outside no he was down the road but no okay. he's must be paid right uh those characters yeah like when was the last time silver surfer had a movie or anything oh, if you don't pay them they'll beat you up so they're making how money. much is you, it you know about the times square dudes right oh yeah, they're scared when, I worked, as fuck. yeah. when i worked at mtv2 this guy came in the the naked um 
Cowboy? Cowboy? Yeah, and they go, oh, what's your real name? Can we call you real name? No, call me naked. And, and he said that to Dave Grohl. And Dave was like, oh. I had him on, I had him on once. It was bad when I they had, had him on once. How bad was it? I hated him. Be honest. <laughs> I did not like But you would not Cowboy. book John Taffer? Nah, fuck. <laughs> Dude, I, could, I actually Dave. regret uh, not booking Taffer because he was really funny. For the two minutes that he was <laughs> He was here. great. Taffer was great. He was great. I, I can't wait to have him on for real. But Dave Grohl, if you pick, he's the nicest guy ever. He was on to promoting his probot album on Headbangers and for you to douche out Dave Grohl you gotta be a real douche yeah Dave's pretty cool he's pretty uh, down to earth and hey if Naked Cowboy's listening you know that's just what I saw look up Elmo Arrested Times Square but he lives There's in a, f- a hotel he's making so much money yeah he lives in like one of these Times Square hotels he's making like 20 grand a day or something ridiculous mm-hmm. like, and I swear it's more than you could ever believe how and, much this and, and he franchised it out now yeah so he's got other he people did. with the name yeah yes. he's got like Naked He's, he's naked a smart small guy person, in a way, naked girl, naked nun. Look, at, look, if you put this in Google, it's hilarious. All the Elmo <laughs> guys it? that have been arrested in Times Square. No, oh these are the God. Elmo characters. Yeah, They get arrested all the time because they harass people. You go there with your family, you don't know any better, you're from another part of the country, and these they, these characters come up to you, take pictures with the kids. And the then, Ukrainian, too. And then you don't know any better, and all of a sudden they're, they're showing you like their... Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think they write it on their hand or something. No, like square. Me. You, you square. Right there. Huh? I think it's like you swipe the car. Oh, all home. that? No, but they want cash too. They're all carrying they're little... Soviets too. A lot of them are illegal. They're fucking they're scary, man. I wave them off all the time. My little kids are like screaming, like, "Oh my god!" And they want pictures of all these yeah. people. Yeah, I don't want some dirty muppet over there hugging my son. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll take him in a dump like a real father. You know, <laughs> if I even care about him. But now Sims they corral them. They put them in these two little corral areas where they can't wander around as much. But oh my god, that's uh, that sounds very uh, Trumpish. It's it's, it's <laughs> pretty right. It's, it's crazy though. America's great again. Let's corral right. Corral the fucking Muppets. Dr. Steve, <laughs> thank you, buddy. Weird Medicine is on this channel whenever, what, E-Rock decides? Yeah, whenever, uh, at E-Rock's pleasure. Also, 4 a.m. on Wednesdays. Also, <laughs> you got the hot demand. spot. 4 a.m. <laughs> Wednesdays, you can listen to Weird Medicine with Dr. All right. Steve. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks, boys. Thank Take you. Care. Also okay. on demand. Bye. I didn't. I didn't mean that about vitamins and stuff. Man, Anna, he just gets excited about different things than I get excited about. (laughs) (laughs) I got to reel them in every once in a while. Uh, Well, we should take a break. Mike Calta is in the studio. Uh, what do you got going on besides your Tampa radio show? You want to promote anything? No, uh, (laughs) nothing. I'm on Twitter, Mister Mike Calta. That's it. Everything's cool. Tony Burton, I'm here. What do you want? My, my Twitter? Agent TDB. No, we don't want your... We want to know what, what, what are white why, people why we, secretly up to. That's what I want to know. Yeah, hey, you never know. Some aspiring radio guys might need an agent. All right. Good luck. Yeah, you might get the next Opie. I think he's uh, he's he's aspired. No, I'm saying people who are listening, he's I like, I like hearing about li- the radio business. He's almost listening to his tie, so that's good. <laughs> I took my jacket off. Theo yeah. Vaughn, what do you got, buddy? Uh, I'll be in West Palm Beach at the Palm Beach Improv, December 9th through 11th. Yeah. Uh, just come on out. Bring some joy. Let's yeah. hug. Let me touch your mother. This you is know? different today. Yesterday was fun, but it was just me and Theo, my uh, feel our heartbeat, and my oldest friend in the world, Buzzy. Oh, this guy was a real we went to the Statue of Liberty today. He was a good guy, actually. I like Buzzy. You know, he's he's out here with his family. He's got three children. They all look like him, which is nice these days. You know, <laughs> and, uh, which is nice these days. And he's taking his family nice. out. Right. Yeah, but I think these days it's nice to see that still. They were you pissed know? at Dad because Dad was having a good time on the radio, and the kids wanted out. Oh uh, yeah, they were excited for the first two minutes, and they. He just didn't give a fuck after that. <laughs> well, Buzzy's in here talking about masturbation up in Buffalo and skeeting out in the winter. 
and his wife sitting over here all quiet and peaceful. You know, <laughs> that's hey, how it went down. That's Trump's America, dude. That's how we're living these days. Locker room talk. I got a great story. A buddy, this kid down the street actually used to make me bury his feces when right. I was a child to hang out with him. Um, Why? And you're so like, that's forty dollars a pop now. <laughs> you said that was part of a club you were involved. Yeah, with it's the only way I, I could hang out with them. Was Shit the, barriers club. This kid. <laughs> yeah, but I was the only one working. Apparently, I was putting it over time. Uh, but I buried about two hundred uh, doo-doos of this young fellow. Why? This Italian guy. Um, and then he passed away years later. He ran a boat into an embankment, one of those cement embankments when he was on pills. But uh, but yeah, man, I used to get out there and bury the feces in the morning. How did he give it to you? Yeah, how did he present he it? He just laid it on the ground out of his butt. Straight oh, he'd, out. He'd shit on the ground, and then you had a yeah. There was no hand it. work in between. I had one of those couple of little shovels, you know, like the right. kids had, and very kind of a delta sort of soil yard, kind of sand. A little in a way, I feel you were molested. <sighs> no, I wasn't molested. That's man. kind of like a like his <laughs> his gratification was you watching him shit. Sometimes I would look the other way. Yeah, but, but still, I, he I'm, saw it. I gotta, I gotta leave the show and go home and hug <laughs> this my kids. This is the craziest show ever. I gotta go hug my kids. <laughs> I was like, you never did anything to hang out with the older guys in the neighborhood? <laughs> no, I wasn't like burning their shit. <laughs> oh, I'm the bad guy. He's denouncing his future kids by kicking them all out of his life. This guy, he's, he's I'm hiding welcoming. Hulk Hogan's sex taste. He's, he's donating shit. <laughs> we don't even know what this criminal's up to. He's silent. <laughs> yeah, you gotta worry about the silent ones. Yeah, he's right? silent, dude. Little Rush over here. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. I'm so, the bad guy. When I was a kid, I was molested by a uh, by a girl. See, now and, we're talking. But people seem to blow that off because yeah. it was a Can girl. Can we talk about it after the break? Oh, why not? Yeah, yeah. because yeah, that could... Yeah, Hillary doesn't minutes. care about that, does she? I, I'm in the camp of uh, I blow it off. So maybe you could change my mind. I mean, yeah. Mm, I don't think you can be in that camp. Dude. I know it's a bad thing to say, but in general, I think. How old was the girl? Hold on. We'll get into it after the break because it's going to be a while and we're really late. Uh, Jamie Jastin from Hate Breed in studio, too. We will go to Mike Calta after this. Stay there. Oh yeah, Queen. I think Freddie Mercury got the uh, the HIV on this date, right? <laughs> Did he? Today he got I think it today? so. I think today was the day. Yeah. No, he announced it today. Oh. Back in 1991. I wonder if you know when you get it, like that moment you get it. I, a friend of mine said that he he remembers the day he got it. The day he got it, he just he said knew. he remembers. Yeah. He said that he's he's got it. He's had it for about thirty years. He said he were he remembers. I knew when I got my wife pregnant. Like I, I was like, that's the one. And all the times we tried to do that, I was like, that's the one. So maybe it's like a special. How did you know? Load. You just knew. Because you know when you just regular when you just regular shoot a load, it's just normal. Right. And that one just felt like it came from my toes. I stepped back and I was like, you got a baby. You're yeah. pregnant. Wow. Yeah. It's like skee ball when you let that one go. Yeah. And you know it's going. And you in know the before thousand. you even release it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, we're going home, kitty. <laughs> Top left corner, baby. He's <laughs> getting you a plastic spider ring. 5,000. 10,000. 70,000. Doesn't even matter. Who yeah, right? cares? It's top left corner. <laughs> Value. I know it well. Yeah. So many tickets. Uh, I got Jamie Jackson from Hate Breed. We got Theo Vaughn. <laughs> Tony Byrne, I think I'm going to turn his mic off, though. And uh, Mike Calta <laughs> that's, that's from hurtful. Tampa. So hurtful. Tony Ooh. Byrne's auditing the show, literally. I, no I kidding. <laughs> Waiting for you to talk, Tom. I'm right here. That was you. I got a a question for you. Who do people say you look like the most? Um, I've gotten recently. People said Trump. Did they? I could see that. Who else? Um, You're turning uh, the uh, the Herbie, the dentist, and that um, and that. uh, that Oh my god! (laughs) Yes, uh, the misfits. uh, Yes, toys. Yes. 
Land of um, Misfit Toys, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Boris Becker when I was younger. What were you oh, thinking? Okay. Yeah. What were I you was thinking? thinking a little Busey. Yeah, a little bit. Like if Busey was sane? Like, From the side, and, it's different when you look. And, and he had a round face. <laughs> right. When like like, like, like post-wreck, post-wreck Busey. If, if Busey. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's good. Post, oh, post. Oh, that's yeah, that's pre, yeah, pre-wreck, he was a little. I thought I heard pre. Did you pull that there. joke out of your fanny no, pack? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, the fa- I'm telling you, you're going to like the fanny pack. Yeah, when but you the g- dude from Hate Breed should not be uh, toting a, a fanny pack. I'm it's a purse, a man purse. I'm thinking Rogan can pull it off. I, I don't. Can you pull it off, though? You look all right? Yeah, it wasn't bad. I kind of wear it on the side. I have the T-shirt over it a little bit. All right. so everybody Hiding tries it. to read it, though. Like They see it, and they try to read it. Mine says Las Vegas on it because I got the worst one. Like, yeah. is your LA over there? I assume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you can have a fanny pack, you should have the worst one, don't you think? Yeah, you got to have the shittiest one. Like mine is like a thrift store one. Like it's like <laughs> it smells like it's like old leather. Yeah. No, yeah. Rogan could pull it off. We're looking at pictures. God, there's a million pictures of yeah. Rogan and his fanny pack online. Listen, to, he talks so in depth. About the different yes. styles and products that he uses when he travels. Yes. Right. Like he, it can't just be a simple shitty fanny pack. It's got to have multiple layers. Uh, it's, he's got one now that has the, uh, that stuff in it that they can't scan your credit cards from a distance. Yep. That's the, <laughs> yeah. I, I got that thing at AAA. Like, the, you know how they try to scare everybody, everybody at AAA? Cause everybody who's at AAA is like 70 or 80 mm-hmm. because they're still using fucking atlases and maps and shit. And they're, they're highlighting the route for these poor fucks. And they're like, they see that and they get scared. They go, what? I heard a lady in line. She's like, what? They could scan you? And so you buy this thing. So I was like, I got called in t- caught into it too. I bought the thing. So yeah. you put it in your fanny pack and then they can't scan you. I got another to hide. Anytime my shit's ever been stolen, the bank just covered it right away. They called me. I went to Mexico. They wouldn't even let me use my own card there. I'm pretty good with that. I'm not afraid of any of that shit. Like, I got nothing. Hmm. I worry hacking. about like South, some places in South America and, and, and Asia because I wonder how do they know like that far away? Like what if there's, what if the, the internet's down or something and they're scanning the card and they don't get the message or whatever oh i don't know man i don't i mean these days i feel like you're probably gonna it's better than getting mugged you know yeah i'd rather have somebody steal my identity or steal my money electronically than just getting beaten down for it and gunned up to ah, the face mugging and stuff. isn't that bad before, though. before that's true, you're right. they, they, they pop your eyeballs and that's about <laughs> that's it go, go home yeah. with a black eye and uh, no credit cards yeah. no wallet yeah. <laughs> the identity that's way like this new way they're doing it way better i think yeah. i'd rather be mugged than fucking an identity you don't cry in your sleep before yeah. you go to bed <laughs> thinking about the incident when you got yeah. your identity robbed and then you look cool you have a black eye for a few days ah. you know, as you're calling your bank and getting everything back together. <laughs> yeah, that's, true. that's true. Maybe the old-fashioned way is better. Like a man. Identity theft is brutal. Um, the mugging is not so much. Mike Calta is in town. So you're uh, so you're from New York. You're from Staten Island, and your family's in Manhattan for the whole week. Yeah. Well, we're here till uh, Jersey. I mean, till Wednesday, and we go to Jersey. So get this: my grandparents. Yeah. My grandmother's 88. My grandma. My grandfather's 89. They've been married since I was like four years old. And my grandfather was married before, and he got divorced. Mm. And the church wouldn't let them get married in a church, so they're getting remarried on Saturday. Wow. It's like the yeah, it's wow. like the sweetest, gayest thing ever. Yeah, I'm not sure what to think about yeah. that. <laughs> it's All like right. if you know my grandmother, cool. it's kind of adorable. How, how long have they been sort of married? Well, they've been married, legally married, and not got, in God's eyes. Right, so they've been living in sin. No, but for how many years? Since 1974. Oh wow! Yeah, the they're fucking not, church won't let you. I thought the, the the pope said something about that. Didn't they? they the they, new pope. They, yeah, didn't he forgive the something about Dominus that? Dominus Fabiscus. But you know, they ne- the church kept telling them no, and then that broad finally died this year. So they were like, all right, let's do it. See, they, the, the, those churches must have not gotten the message. I think there's a problem with. 
with communicating it, right? Mm. Like maybe they don't. I don't. The know. problem is the fucking church. That's, <laughs> that's kind of weird when you know. they change the rules. What they happens to all the, the people that are in hell because they uh, broke yeah. that rule and now it's okay to to do that? They get right, paroled. Like, like the suicide yeah. thing. Yeah. They yeah, just well, what ends up happening? They're back. They move you out of hell. Yeah, they, they, you go huh? back to purgatory for a little while. Nice. And then you serve your time. What if you have friends in hell at that point? Why would you want to be moved? Not supposed to enjoy it. Yeah. No relatives. Hell, I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, by this point, it's got to be pretty full hell, you think? Yeah, but I mean, so is heaven. No, man, there's way more people in hell than heaven. Yeah, there's probably like 80 people in heaven. (laughs) Are you kidding me? There's... we got a lot of room in heaven. <laughs> Bro, we're all yeah. going to hell. You got I think a, I'm good. I, I'm nah, good. you yeah. are out. I'm willing to accept my 17-year-old son that I didn't know about. That's a good point. I'm willing to give my shit away for free if it helps people. <laughs> I think I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. So that's what you're doing for Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving? No, actually, we're going to my wife's. My wife's from Jersey, so we're going to her friend's house for Thanksgiving. Is there going to be some Trump talk, you think? Uh, I don't know, man, because if there is, I'm probably going to be the only Trump supporter, much like it is in, in my house now, so... Which I enjoy. I'll fight with everybody there. What? Everybody in your house is against Trump? Uh, my wife's in the mental health industry, so she's she didn't really like Hillary, but she likes Obamacare because right. poor people are covered, blah, blah, blah. That's a good point. So we were a divided uh, household. A divided household. We didn't fight over it because nobody really gave a fuck, but we voted. We canceled each other's votes out. Thanksgiving's going to be crazy this year, man. People are going to be talking up to Trump. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of arguing. I love him. screaming. I love him. I love him since day one. Will there be a murder, though? That's what I want to know. You don't love him? No. You're I don't fucking, love him. You are, I no, he's you been are on rich our... and white. You should love him. Oh, I, I do. Uh, I'll do much better with uh, Trump as president yeah. than with Hillary, but he's a joke. We've had him on this radio show. We laughed at him, not with him. Uh, you know what? He's entertaining as all hell. We loved having him on the show, but... can have an entertaining president. He's going to get in there. Oh, He's going to fuck some boy. shit up. I got a question for you. Yes. Because you're, you're like the third Trump supporter I talked to this week, and everybody has a different answer. Are you a Trump supporter, Jimmy Jasper? No, no. Who, are you a Hillary, wait, so you're a Hillary supporter? No. Um, yeah, see, that's the boat that I was in, but I mean, out of the two of them, it was an easy choice. Well, uh, I'm, a, I'm in the... If I had I a gun to like my head. Camp. If you had a gun to your head and you only have the two choices, right? Do you take Hillary or Trump? Uh, well, you did have a gun to your head in the election no, day. You no. had to pick one of them. No, because there's a lot of people like me that just didn't vote. I knew I knew voted vote. for Trump because there was that million vote difference there. No, that me I up. went to the polls with my grandmother, and I and this is I've said this uh, on my podcast this mm-hmm. week. There were people like people with Trump pins of every race. Of every sex, yep. like there, I was mm-hmm. really surprised. Like there was Latinos, black dudes, older women, white women, jugglers. Like <laughs> I was like, and, you know, my grandmother's eighty six, so we sat at the table. We don't go to the booth, and everybody who's older or who's you know needs a minute to move around and stuff and sit, you know, she and she's hearing. Who did she vote for? She voted for Hillary, oh, yeah. and she she you know had her reasons. She right. wanted to see a woman president. She's you know she's like this might might be my only chance to see a woman president wow. in my lifetime, and so. I said, you know, I wasn't going to have this argument about, you know, Benghazi and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But so, but then, you know, she's talking out loud while she's doing it. And oh, I yeah. see this other lady giving her a look like, like, what are you doing? You know, and this lady was like a normal, basic, generic white broad, like in her 50s. And she was wearing her Make America Great uh, pin and she was voting for Trump. So, but my question is this. Yeah, by the way, I was never that guy. Okay. I never had the red hat and the shirt and okay. that shit, but go ahead. Well, my question is this, because I've had like real civil conversations with Trump supporters, because I feel like 
we're it's just everybody's too emotional about it. Like, and, and oh, nothing. Really I'll be gets, good. I'm not emotional. What I'm you, in a business where I scream for a living. So, like, and I know that in music, it's one thing to scream, but when you're trying to have a conversation, to start screaming and yelling, and then it goes to violence, like we're seeing in the media. I just want to know. He's going back on all his stuff. Does that change your? Yeah, does that bother you? Yeah. Yes. Well, the one, well, the one thing that bothers. Look, you you get in there, you do what you got to do to get in there, and then when you get in there, you got to stick as close to what you said as possible. The one thing that I, that I so far that I don't like is uh, how he will not pursue uh, criminal charges against Hillary Clinton because that was the thing that really got people fired up, and now to just drop that I think is bullshit. However, if you're doing it because you're like, look, now that I'm here, there's so much more important shit. And we need to just move on. You know, now we got an eye on her. If she fucks up again, we got her. But let's just go on. And as far as Obamacare, Obama was the first president in my lifetime to actually come up with a nationalized health care. And he, and he should get a little credit for it. It's not perfect. So if Trump fixes it, which is what I think he should do, I'll be happy with that. Yeah, it really helps. But, but he backed, it, uh, backed off on that, too. He was going to get uh, rid of the whole thing. He was going to repeal it. But now he's he going to get rid of that. He was going to build the wall. He was going to get. Which yeah. now is a fence. Yeah. Well, if he no, just, parts of it are going to be a fence. If he just parks some fucking bulldozers down there, everybody will be happy. You didn't even have to build a wall. But I, would, I would love to but, hear from but, some uh, Trump people because I think that pisses him off that uh, that he's backing off on a lot of these things. But have you dealt with someone who has really had their life negatively affected by an illegal alien? Because I know someone who works as a Border Patrol agent and tells me straight up like the horrible, horrible shit with the child trafficking and, and the drugs and the murders and the rapes and you know feeding people, you know, gang members to dogs and you know really scary yeah. shit. But do you know anybody... Yeah, I lived in Miami. Okay, so, so I, you so I, you I, have a dog Haitians in that fight. Yeah, so you have but a I dog in that I fight. I don't care. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm of the feeling that everybody should be allowed to come here the right way. Yeah. And there's and just living in Miami alone, there's so many people down there. I worked in the in the school system for a couple of summers when I was younger, and the the kids that want to go there are so fucked up by the kids that are there that aren't supposed to be mm. that it, it's creating a problem for for the I mean, the communities go down because there's no money there for those people. So yeah, some, some that needs to be tightened up for sure. And and it's about time that somebody I feel it just comes out and says it right away. How yeah. many people do you think he's going to deport? Well, Obama already deported like right. millions. Did he? Right. Yeah, like three million or something. Oh, wow. Look that up. Don't but they said that, that, that even if Trump wanted to deport all these people, like he's saying, it's it's impossible. The system isn't even set up properly for that. We don't have enough judges. We don't have enough lawyers. We don't have enough holding centers. Yeah. They, they said this would take years to really put it in place to do it uh, the way Trump is saying. But it's going to be done in, in, in what? The next couple of years. You park a churro truck, a lot of people are going to show up. You got to put them through the system, though. And they said that no, they don't have enough it. resources. It's impossible. It's They're basically easier. saying it's impossible what, what Trump is trying to accomplish uh, in in a short period of time anyway. Yeah, I think it's bizarre. I think at the very least he's able to like just kind of – yeah, there has to be some checks and balances. I think – and I think that Hillary lost a lot of votes there, and I think it's where Trump gained some ground. Was, oh, she stinks. She blew it. Yeah. But Trump a lot didn't of win this thing, but Hillary blew it. Yeah. And a lot of people, like a lot of people whose children serve in the military, they're over there fighting for these borders or whatever, but then they're living next door to somebody who's not paying any taxes. Like, I think that, yeah. that, that hurts pisses people's people off. Yeah, it pisses people I get, off. I get, I, don't know. I get that part of the story. I it really pisses do. a lot of people off. I didn't and know it's not fair. Benghazi or where the fuck it was or what happened. When you see that movie, you're like, oh, that's so shitty of us. But well, I what, agree. What it's a bigger conversation things, on how to solve it. What were some of the things that Trump said that you really didn't like, but didn't like skew you towards like a Gary Johnson or a Jill Stein? The thing with, uh, 
uh, uh, first of all, they, the, the Gary Johnson fucked himself on the Aleppo thing. If you're running for the <laughs> most powerful uh, job in the world and you can't answer a simple uh, current events question, you're a fucking idiot. And uh, Jill Stein, I mean, those are just people who are who are trying to get out there for their cause. They don't really want the job. They're wasting everybody else's time. Uh, Trump, I just love the fact that Trump was a non-politician. And he was a guy that they gave him a million dollars and he turned it into $10 billion. But what did he say that you didn't like? That it, I didn't like how he was, uh, I didn't like his whole, like, oh, and I, I went to one of his rallies in Tampa and he came out and he came out with that face and he went over and he hugged the flag and I thought, enough of that bullshit. <laughs> 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 and it did very so much ridiculous. feel like a Nazi rally. Like, I, like there were all these rednecks behind me, and he was like, "We're gonna make America great." And they were like, "We're gonna make America great." And I was like, "Oh fuck, man, this could be really." Bad. You, didn't those people, you still no. want it? You still? Yeah, because your I, conscience is is clean. Yeah, from I don't. Uh, I, I know, like you said, I know a lot of black guys have voted for him. I know a lot. Of, it, uh, I, I just think that this country needs jugglers. To, uh, were, jugglers. Don't forget about the jugglers. Jugglers. I would have liked to have seen a different non-politician be that guy. Yeah, there was agreed. that guy. I always bring up, I can never remember his name, and he used to run Boeing, and then he ran Ford, and he was the only one that didn't take bailout money when, they, when the car companies were getting bailed out. That's a business guy. That's a guy who could take a, tri- a, a debt and fix it. Right. I would like somebody like that. An so Elon it sounds Musk like you have type. your doubts about Malali. Trump a little bit. Yeah, but I would have had my doubts about it. Right. Yeah. I, I voted for Obama twice, but I'm no yeah. crazy wow. Republican. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the hardcore Trump supporters are going to start getting disappointed yeah. as he backs off uh, from all these things. Well, yeah, I, listen. He's not going to deport all those people. He's not going to build yeah. a fucking wall but in the anybody? way that they think. No. Uh, what else? Uh, the Hillary, she's not going to jail, even though that's not even his responsibility. I think any normal person went, look, it's a nice thought, but there's no fucking way he's going to round up every illegal and deport him. And I think they kind of... No, it was, people, just go to your Facebook page. People really believed what he was saying during those rallies. Yeah. Like, this is our guy. He's going to get the, these crazy things done. And the more outrageous he was, the more people got fired up and they wanted to vote. Like, I think it was all for a campaign. Right. He just kept getting, like, crazier and crazier and it just, it kept working. Yeah, I, I I mean as a radio guy, I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. Oh yeah, it's oh, going to be yeah. one hell of a ride. It's way more exciting. It's funnier. Uh, also, adult asthma is some bullshit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Can we shut that down? I'll deport those people. You can't. Fi- you're 50 and you can't breathe, brother. Maybe it's time for you to head on to heaven. You know? What about a peanut allergy? <laughs> oh, you're with those people. I just, I just can't deal with a lot I'm of good puppets with peanuts. out here. I got some weird fucking ailments, but not, no peanut allergy here. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm old but, enough to remember that. There was no peanut allergy, so I don't know what the fuck they did differently. That, yeah. that, that now you from? can't bring a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to to school because one kid might die. Yeah. Oh well, then he's how did that for him to go? It's real. I seen it happen on a flight. I bl- it's scary. No, really? his face like no, just started going. And luckily we were landing. You had to hold his no, face Jamie, down. No, I, it, I, I believe it's real. My it's, point is, there was a time it wasn't real. So what changed? Yeah, where did it come mm-hmm. from? Where did it come high from? Fructose corn syrup. Probably yeah, something fucked up in the ingredients. People selling shit. Talk to, to Steve knows, but <laughs> get him back. No, I'm I'm in the school. I completely believe it's a a real thing. But can we I ask? Think twice about it. Growing up, can I ask one more Trump question? Oh, oh, sorry, Christ. I'm sorry. <laughs> this whole thing with Go on the, Facebook. Well, because you know, normally I'm on the road and I don't pay attention to any of it. And really? I'm, yeah, because I'm on the sound? road and I got a meet and greet. I got press. I got to do a good re- outside of like European press and stuff. They they're. It depends. Like most, now they want to go right to the politics when I do interviews. But you voted for Trump, right? So you see this New York Times stuff happening now. You see the stuff with Mike Pence at the Broadway show and stuff. Doesn't any of that stuff, like, rub you the wrong way that he would take time out of his day to really think about this? Because you know he's writing the tweet. 
and he's Bravo. he's writing it, and you're thinking, bro, you this you got bigger fish to yeah, fry. Yeah, you gotta you gotta leave that oh, shit I, alone. Hold on, no, there's been times where I've been laying in bed and I can't fall asleep, and I'll decide to answer some of these fucking Twitter assholes. Yeah, but you're can't, not the president. I, I might be one day. You don't know that, <laughs> but yeah, there's there's a time where somebody should whisper in his ear and go. Uh, chill the fuck out. You're the president now, and shave your ears. And let them know both yeah. things are happening yeah. right now. Yeah, and I think I think in the next uh, you know ninety days that'll change. Yeah, uh, he's way too th- thin thin skinned to be president. You hear about the powwow at the media? Yeah, yeah. he sunned uh, homeboy from CNN. Right? He's like you're Jeff a liar. Well, they said it was a nice meeting, but uh, some of the people that were there are like fuck that. It wasn't a nice meeting. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump's media summit was a fucking firing squad. That's the headline. Good. But uh, Trump's people saying, no, it was very cordial, and, you know, we got some things done. Fuck CNN. Uh, Donald Trump scolded media big shots during an off-the-record Trump Tower sit-down on Monday. It was a fucking firing squad, uh, squad, one source said, of the encounter. Trump started with CNN chief Jeff Zucker and said, I hate your network. Everyone at CNN is a liar, and you should be ashamed. He should wow. be ashamed. He's right. It's the, sad, dude. It's sad what the media's done to these people, man. They, they, gave, her, they gave her the questions. They, they got caught doing it twice. They're, they're a disgrace. I don't even mean that. I just mean like just they just creating racism, creating havoc. I mean the media people aren't as bad as the media makes them look, dude. It's it's horrible. Yeah, just but, come out that you're in a business that is you yeah, need uh, hits, say that. you need ratings, and just be you should be transparent tra- about you it. Should say be that. thanking CNN for real. Right. Every time that fucking guy had a rally, they went to it and aired the whole thing. Absolutely, he didn't have to spend a, one dollar to advertise his uh, campaign in the end. But because, they're scaring people because they knew that this guy was going to give them great TV. So they they. Would have the countdown like we're standing by. And as soon as that guy walked on stage, they took it for the whole. Then why hour. didn't they, they support him? They then? fucked him over. I went to, when I went to that. Tampa I think rally, they did m- m- way more good for him than fuck him but over. But that wasn't only was their intention. It, Absolutely. It, it, well, no, they, they 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 saw that every time that they put a, ra- uh, a rally on, the ratings went up. Jeff Zucker right. said that's his his biggest regret that they they went to it that many times because he knows it blew him up. I just yeah. want to point out that just like my family and everybody else, you motherfuckers blew off my molestation. You did not care no. about me. <laughs> I care. I'm saying, tweeting nobody about it. Cares. Dude, I'm the radio guy in the room. I'm waiting you, for five o'clock when everyone's in their cars. I'm not stupid. I know you. This I know is the you tease, know you're bro. Because they're sitting there going, "When are you going to get to that story?" I'm just saying. <laughs> Do you, did you get a lot of people that were like, "You're the man. That's great. I would have killed for that." Or you, you well, just say like people oh, weren't you, sensitive. You're, to it. you're rushing it now. Now we're waiting to five o'clock. Because oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, I had the same thing. I had a babysitter that was like telling me, and I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, what the fuck is going on here?" Uh, Wait, you got molested? I don't know. I say no. Uh, a lot of dudes that like to be like, I got molested. I, I might jerk off to your story. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the zeitgeist, though. Wait, 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 a lot wait, wait, of kids right, like to think they got molested since it became a thing. Jamie, we'll start with you. Oh, no, I'll tell you, man. Well, all right, I was, I was at my friend's house. How old were you? I was probably 11, no. and the babysitter was hot. But I didn't know like what hot was because I'm ten, I'm eleven, or what. How I think old was, was she? She had to be like seventeen, eighteen, and she she brought me and my friend in the room and said, you know, I want to explain to you. And she said, like the man does this, and then he pees inside the girl. It's like pee, but yeah. it's not pee. She explained this whole shit, and I went home and I told my father, and he's like, what? And he was flipped out. But it was a whole ordeal. But I was like, but I'm not mad. Like, just, you know, what is, what's going on here? But it was definitely, like, inappropriate uh, talk. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. inappropriate. That's not molestation, but you were on the yeah, You were on the cusp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was like uh, like conversational kind of molestation. He yeah. was more molested Verbal. burying that guy's shit than you were. <laughs> I you was actually, yeah, I was making friends, bro. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> My Calta, what's your story? 
Uh, my uh, my parents were married for about five years, and uh, oh. yeah, and we went next door. We lived like in a duplex, and we went next door. I guess they were playing cards or some shit. That oh, white trash. Oh, fuck! I don't know if I want to hear that. No, it's not. Ah, so. Dude, should we all hold hands while you say it? <laughs> Light <laughs> candles. Light some candles. Yeah, I don't know what we're supposed to do. Prayer I'm, circle. Yeah. They didn't want to leave Where's the Madonna? kids oh. in the other house, so they put us in. They put me in the bed with their daughter. Is Liam Neeson in this? <laughs> <laughs> and their daughter. I know. I was like, I had to be like four or five, but she had to be like 10, uh-huh. and which isn't that old, but I think like I have a 10-year-old son, and if he did that to a kid now, I'd beat the shit out of him. Oh, yeah, of course. So uh, we were in the bed, and she kept trying to get me to do shit with her, and I kept blowing off because I really didn't understand it. And then I was a huge Fonzie fan, and she told me that she had a Happy Days board game. And the only way she would let me play the board game is if I fingered her. Wow. So she... And you were four or five? I was this four. And I had no idea even what kind of equipment that she had. So she was like, let me see yours. So I showed her mine. And then she Your was what? Like, penis? Yes, yeah, my penis. Okay. And then I was like... And she's like, this is mine. And I'm like, that's fucking weird because it doesn't look like mine. And then she told me to stick my finger in it and move it around. And I did that. And then we both laid on her back. And she was, I guess, kind of jerking me off while I was fingering her. And all I wanted to do was play the Happy Days board game. And I never told anybody about that. And then I got on the air, and I admitted this, like, last year. And neither one of my parents brought it up to me. And and I could say anything. And my father was like, oh, I heard my friend, the guy who cuts my grass, told me that you're going to his place on Saturday. I'm like, I know you motherfuckers heard about it. (laughs) And then my wife, who's a mental health counselor who treats uh, kids who are sexually abused, Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, uh... You you must not have heard about this thing I talked about it in the air. It's kind of uncomfortable. And she goes, what? And she's like, do I want to hear this? I go, I don't know. Was, and she goes, oh, is this about your molestation? And I go, yeah. She goes, oh, I heard it. I was driving in the car. And I go, and you don't fucking bring it up to me? You don't check on me and make sure I'm okay? <laughs> yeah. And uh, everybody blows it off because it was a girl. Yeah, but I'm, it's no, like, no, I don't, it's, do you think that's why? Yes. If it was a guy no, and he no, was making no, me no, jerk no, him no, off, they no, all would have been I, like, oh, you were molested. I think Hug that, me. I think it's a horrible story, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm always in the camp that I don't believe a, a woman could sexually uh, abuse a guy if if they're like teenagers. Right. And, like if I teacher, didn't know your story was going to be, I was four years old. Right. That's fucking creepy oh. and just downright Because you think about your wrong. kids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I don't you, even remember being four or five. How do you even you remember? You would have some girl made your finger. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Good point. It's a good thing you don't need therapy, Mike. Uh, yeah, I don't, though. But the thing <laughs> but, is, I've never been fucked up. I never did drugs. I never molested another kid. I, you want to call good. your dad? Well, uh, I, I, my dad. Does he know now? No, I mean, yeah, now. they uh, Like, because I brought it. Finally, I was like, none of you fuckers going to say anything to me? Let's have her call in. I, is she so listening? I can tell you right now. I, I'll give you the, I'll give you her first name and the street that I lived on. Nah, I, it's all right. I keep trying to find her <laughs> on Facebook. You have enough but do you feel like people don't believe because uh, not I believe, believe you? I'm just saying, people, if you lived on Titus Avenue, but people don't respect that because you said it on the air. Is that that's what a what my first concern was? Uh, I I didn't say it in a joking way. I mean, I didn't play like heart, fucking heart music behind it, and and I'm not sad about it. Like I don't really think you know, you know it affected me at all. But um, people do just totally blow it off. Yeah. They refer to it as, oh, you're molestation. Well, they probably just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> and if my birthday, everybody bought me Happy Days board games from eBay. <laughs> I got like six of them on my birthday. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you dicks. No, that's just... That's just... That's just rubbing it in, But do you feel like story. you were molested? Because I guess in the end, it comes back to how... Maybe, I guess, you know, I'm not a therapist, but maybe how you feel about it. So you're not a therapist? Right. Uh, I don't care now. <laughs> I, like, I don't... Like, it didn't... Like I said, it doesn't affect me. 
So I'm, I don't feel like, like I, I've always thought about it, but it wasn't until I talked about it out loud that it became like a real thing. But if this happened to my kids, I'd go crazy and kill everybody. So I guess it is a big deal when you look at it like that. Was right. it one and done or was there more? Well, there's a couple other things, but no, no more fingering, but a lot of times she liked to watch <sighs> me pee. And, uh, one time she tried to get me to go in the closet with her and I was like, I'm catching on to your act. There is no happy days board <laughs> game and I'm not going to fall for you that. You finally realized. Yeah. So y'all were children though. She was 10. She was 10, but I was like four. Yeah, That's I think y'all bet. were children. Yeah. It's so, a little seedy. Like, I wouldn't arrest her. Right. But you should watch Ten like and I- four? That's a big leap. I agree with this. Depends how she turned out, right? Because if she became if she if she became a predator, yeah, it's it's then then that's the signs right there. But if it was harmless experimentation and she's you know a well adjusted adult with a family or whatever, but how you'll never know, right? How how would you know? I'm gonna find that bitch on Facebook one day. Wow. So you haven't brought it up to her though, then to see how she. I don't know her. Like my parents divorced shortly after that, and I left. All I remember is her first name, and I know that my mother. Is friends with her mother on Facebook, so I could look into it and find out. But then again, like, are yeah, you sure this happened, or is it some? Oh, no. some yeah. Are you sure this happened? <laughs> no, I'm not even. I'm, I'm serious yeah, too. Yeah, yeah no. maybe it's some weird fucking. No, it totally happened. <laughs> okay. yeah, I could feel it. Like what, this, you want a cricket? Like <laughs> no, I think I'm good. <laughs> right. But are you yeah. sure the age? Because I feel like sometimes as we get older too, we start to like we'll hear pieces of things, and it'll all kind of fit in our you know into the into a story. Sometimes in our past, that sometimes can not even have f- happened exactly that way. No, yes. I mean I'm really, I know. I was a shitty little league player. I remember everything exactly the way it happened. Yeah, yeah, cool, I'm pretty man. good. I'm solid with that. Sometimes they say your memories aren't uh, a lot of times accurate. It's just how oh, you yeah. remember it at this point in your life. And children, you see children making out a lot. I see little children. I pulled over there was some children making out by the street side a couple of uh, years ago by a middle school, and I pulled over them two young fellas, and they couldn't have been but. 10, 11 years old, and I told him, shut it down, guys, you know? You told him to shut it down? Yeah, I said, come back in a year or two, you know? Meet up here in a couple years and see what's going on, you know? But at this age, it just seemed like there's no... They're growing up a lot faster these days, Theo. Yeah, maybe that's true. Trying to avoid that peanut allergy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, these dudes were going after it. (laughs) They were hunting some almond milk, it looked like, out there. It's the ten and the four, the age difference. That's that's crazy. Right after you do learn done. that uh, little kids will experiment and you know and, and do whatever. Oh yeah, but a ten year old and a four year old. That's just beyond wrong. I've seen children making levels. out. I've seen them in bed. You know, walked in and there's two kids in bed, and you're like, "All right, guys, let's shut it down." You know, usually I would say something like you're that. Shut them. it down, police! So you're coming upon a lot of fucking children. Where are these kids making out? Just nephews and stuff like that. You come upon them and shut it down. Ah, oh, let's shut it down, guys. Shut it down, guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my buddy's dad told us uh, pole to pole or hole to hole. That's what he said one time. First time I stayed at my buddy's house. The Dad came back in. We were sharing a queen bed, me and my best friend, 11. Dad said goodnight. Came back in about five seconds later. He goes, now you fellas can sleep pole to pole or hole to hole, <laughs> but no sleeping pole to hole. <laughs> and we couldn't even figure it out. No wonder why you're I always, the did, wait, I always did head to foot, and I'm like, this motherfucker's yes. dogs are 69. barking. <laughs> it was always head to foot. And why would he give you the pole to pole option? 
that's just, okay. Because that's there's I kissing, think okay. there's docking. <laughs> yeah. Not docking. We're freaking Sword 11 fighting. years old in Mississippi, dude. <laughs> but pull Nobody's the pole. Docking. I understand hold the hole. We, we literally could not figure it out. <laughs> we laid like seven different ways, and finally I just slept on the floor. <laughs> now I see, though, why you're, why you're uh, as you get older, you're cock-blocking younger hold kids as well. Oh. Shut yeah. it down, fellas. Can you imagine those kids? What's the first experience you had as a gay kid? Well, when I was like 11, I was making out. Right. And some handsome, like, 20-ish guy came up and told us to quit it. <laughs> we were being too too affectionate on the streets. <laughs> you need to shut there it down app. Yeah, <laughs> man. got to get an app going. Get shut it, it down. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's wild. All right, we should take a break. i got to catch up a little bit. Got some live reads. Uh, Mike Halt is in studio just hanging out. God, is he barely Doing the uh, tourist thing. Watch out for ISIS this weekend. I'm good there. Yeah. I'm going trained. Are you doing the parade? I'll oh, fuck no. I did that once, and I'm done now. Parade's not bad. Yeah, too if many you have people. kids, especially. It's not bad. We did it one time uh, from uh, Tony's wife's office building. It was right there on the parade route. Right. I watched it from inside. Uh, that's, that's perfect. Is that no, way to do it? Never do that again. Yeah. I want to watch it somewhere. I did it. Yeah, I did it from Universal. That was when Steve Irwin was still alive. Oh, wow. My daughter loved Steve Irwin, and we watched him go by on the float. It was cool. He got murdered by an animal, didn't he? Yeah, sad. Stingray. Oh. But Universal used to let artists on the roster watch from their their office because it goes right by. I want to get, I want to watch it somewhere. But I don't know if I want to be out on the street. I'm going to be cold. Maybe I'll find a woman off Tinder or something. You guys on Tinder or not? <laughs> I'm married, so it's kind of hard. You call it Tinder? Tinder, yeah. The date now? You're looking for your Tinderella? Where you meet somebody for sex or friendship? You know How what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what it is. I wish to God I, I thought could you get were on trying it. to be good with all that. I'm stuff. trying to, but now I'm lonely. It pull it up and, right yeah, now. Can not, I do? Let me do some hearts on there. I don't pull have. Up. I don't have any apps on right now. Oh no, I have them all, but I don't have any active. He's not masturbating, and he's not like you know, really. I'm just dealing with being. I'm just trying not to masturbate. It's a holiday. Why? What does your profile say? Does it say parade route Tinder? Yeah. What is like? What's your bio on there? His profile says no pull to pull. <laughs> no, we could go hold a hole. We could go hold the hole, but no pull the pole. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna stay off then, I guess. But I'm thinking about it. Why? You know? Why would you not take full advantage of that? Because I'm trying to. I'm trying to. What's the goal? Just keep my act because I, I feel like I'm having tr- trouble trouble getting into a relationship because I'm just oh. always just skiing around. If you would just put a thing on Tinder that says "looking for an nice lady to watch a parade with," boom, love right there. The girls would fall in love with that shit. You think? Oh hell yeah! Especially when you're good looking. Yeah. yeah, dude, I used to fucking have to get chicks from AOL chat rooms. I never had any of these apps. Dude, you don't know what the yeah, hell yeah. until they show up and you look through the people and you're like, "Well, fuck it, she came here and let her in." Yeah, oh yeah. I had I got met a girl at a gas station one time. I took the bus to get there, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Jesus!" You took a bus to a gas station to meet she a girl. Did. Oh, she did. <laughs> she took a bus like four hours, and I did not like her when I met her. What'd so what did you do? Brought her back to the house. There I had you to. Go. There you <laughs> go. I had to, and I, my my folks were like, "What's going on here and I was like oh just a friend visiting and I couldn't even remember her name (laughs) (laughs) so when's the last time you got a Tinder girl oh it's been uh, it hadn't been that long probably maybe four months ago oh that's so long oh you wouldn't date them but like if you're in another if I'm a comedian I'm in a different city every week I'd I'd try to do that every week yeah but then you get caught up in that universe and it just gets dirty yeah Theo's trying to be good and you're trying to get I'm trying to get a wife one day how old are you 36 oh yeah you need to hurry up sorry you look a lot younger no I'm an adult male and this is it you know he wants girls to be adults. Yeah, I want an adult woman. An adult woman. Right like now. Tom Brady's little brother. I'm tired of busting.
and these women, you know, across the bridge or whatever, just to do a little <laughs> bit of skeet work in the afternoon and then sending them home. You got I got tired of living like that. Theo, what do you got, man? What's your plug? Oh Christ, I don't know, Tinder. dude. You want some man? Parade, parade, parade wrap Tinder? No, I'll be in Palm good. Beach, Florida. Yeah, there you go. Uh, if you want to pray for me silently, you can also do that, man. <laughs> just lift my spirit up, you know. Um, but otherwise, I'll be in Palm Beach December 9th through eleventh. All right, Tony Burton, I'm here. Jesus. And the Cuban one, Eric's telling me? Yeah. Nice. He won 30 grand for uh, the Alzheimer's Association. All right. Yeah. Did Good you stuff. watch last night? Um, I watched a little bit. I got to watch the rest. It's on my DVR. Yeah. I, I told him I watched. Jamie Chester, where are you going to be? Oh, February 18th. What? That's too good, as good as watching. No, it's, that's worse. It's as good as watching when it? you what give someone a text and go, hey, man, you were really good last night on the TV. And then you admit you didn't on the air. <laughs> what what show it. was it? I have to do that. Um, our friend know. Carl is uh, that way. one of the judges on Guy's Grocery Games on Food Network. Oh, right on. And they did the judges edition where all the judges compete against each other, and uh, he won... Thirty grand for the Alzheimer's Association because his dad's suffering. So. Oh, that's great! This huh? guy, put him up on the screen. Uh, I met this is Carl. Oh, I call him, him the Mad Q. He's got Alzheimer's. He came in with Guy Fieri, and oh, I, guy. I didn't want to talk to Guy Fieri. I wanted to talk to him. <laughs> Going back to what you said <laughs> yeah. earlier, yeah. you passed And now guy. we've become friends, and he does great radio. That's what he yeah. said. He's and now best. he now he's doing really good TV on the Food Network. So yeah, and he's doing good things too, man. Alzheimer's is a big thing, man. We got to shut it down. You know, fecal transplants. <laughs> I, Does we'll it probably help, really? help? You never know. You got shit for brains? You got to replace that shit for brains. <laughs> Dude, I'll let somebody spray a turd into my ear if it helps me calm down a little bit in the afternoon. Your tinder. I am so lonely. And let's segue Sweet into Christ. February 18th, Amarillo, Texas. It's called the Ink Life Tour. Hey, Breed and OTAP. Tickets available at inklifetour.com. Mm. All right. We'll yeah, protect back. our borders while you're down there. Yeah. <laughs> OB Radio. We'll be right back. OB Radio is back. Back with a full house. Jamie Jasta from Hatebreed. Tony Burton just sitting there. Mike Calta, who does a show down there in Tampa. New York guy from Staten Island. Staten Island used to have a good venue. We used to play there. Yeah? We used to be able to do shows in all five boroughs. It was great. I wish it was like that. There should be a venue. They don't have a venue in Staten Island no, anymore? No, I'm sure they still do. I think, oh, they Biohazard, have something. Uh, I think Biohazard played there last year. Yeah. Give me uh, another fact about Staten Island we wouldn't know. You said the the, the uh, world's largest. Paul Castellano lived there. The uh, mafia uh, yes. godfather that John Gotti killed. Yes. Uh, the guy who um, shoved the broomstick, the cop who shoved the broomstick up the other guy's ass. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I went to high school with him, Justin Volpe. Um, Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Seagal's from Staten Island. We uh-huh. edited our DVD at his old place. Nice. Still got his stuff in there. I what, deliver what's Chinese the nicest food? thing you could say about Staten Island? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um... I don't know. I haven't been there in so long. I don't even go there, like, ever. Right. There's no, nothing. we know Pete Davidson hates it. That's what started this Iraq. <laughs> Why does he hate it so much? Though? And he's getting a lot of attention for his Trump thing, too. Why? You, what happened? You like Pete Davidson for going after your boy? I, first of all, I like Pete Davidson a lot. I, I love can't Pete wait. Davidson. He blew, speaks his mind. He li- he is such a lion fuck. I can't wait to get him back on the show. I was hoping to God he would be here today. Why is he a lion fuck? So I'm like a huge fan, and I'm happy to see a guy from Staten Island make it big and all that. Yeah. So he comes to Tampa to the Improv, 
and I got him booked to come on my show, and I'm really excited because he's a guy that I'm looking forward to. Sure. And he blows it off. The night before, his agent calls my producer and says, Pete's got Crohn's really bad, and he can't come in. And I was like, oh, come fuck on. All he's going to do is come and sit there. We got toilets. He can go shit whenever he wants. And he's like, yeah, he really wants to, and he's really, don't be mad at him. Don't bury him. Uh so I was like, all right, well, you know, he'll do a phoner. And I'm like, okay, well, I like the guy, so let's do the phoner. And the phoner's shitty because phoners are always shitty. And it was terrible. And when it was done, then I went to see him that night, which is very rare. I lie to all the comedians. And I go, I'm going to see you. And I don't show up. But I went to that show. I love saying that. And then he was on stage. And he goes, <laughs> so this morning, yeah, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. So I was going to get up really early and drive to Universal to go to I almost stood up in his act and went, you fucking liar. What happened to your Crohn's disease, you liar? Well, maybe he was doing the bit. No. Maybe he, that was a fake bit. He wanted he to go to work. Harry Potter land and he woke up too late to go. And that's what he was bitching about that day. And Who I was like... He, Pete, Pete. See, he yeah. needs the fecal. Right. He needs the transplant, he bro. He, he none needs of my the fecal. Shit. I ain't giving him Let's any of my shit. Let's get him on here. He's got to take it orally, right? <laughs> shit mouth. Uh, I, I like Pete. I like Pete. I think he's very funny. My I think he's great on the show. Yeah. Yeah, but him. he could have been exaggerating for his act. No. Maybe he really had the crown. He really wanted to go to Harry but, Potter. But he had a Harry Potter joke he and, wanted to get out. No, it wasn't even a funny joke. It was just a story about his day, right. about how he went to Harry Potter. Yeah. And then he's always wearing the scarf and the wand and shit. He's a real Harry Potter fan. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, What did Pete say? It's all over the place now. Yeah. SNL, go back to the... What? Pete? Uh, Paul, I mean... Well, he originally posted uh, Trump's tweet about SNL, right? And he had a caption saying "fuck you" to him, and yeah. he deleted the uh, oh, caption of it. Delete the on tweets. Instagram. He deleted. He deleted his comment, but he left the post. Right. What was the? What did he say about it again? SNL star Pete Davidson says "fuck you" to Donald Trump over criticism. Oh, I, mean, I think he unique, said "fuck you, bitch." It's unique take. Something like that, right? Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. He swears cool. that he swears that Donald Trump can't read. That's hilarious. He swears that. by it. He told the whole surprised. story on the show. We got a video of it, actually. You can Wouldn't tweet it out to the people. It, it, uh, he, he said when he was on SNL that he had a tough time cards. reading. Hey, even De Niro can't read a cue card. Yeah. You know De Niro could read. I just thought it was hilarious that yeah. uh, Pete Davidson's claiming that Donald Trump can't read. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's huge for SNL because that, that hasn't been on my radar in years, and I watched it recently. I would never have watched it. Yeah. Right. So and and he's they should have him on more because he's probably one of the funniest people on there. Well, he he hosted Pete Davidson. I mean uh, Donald Trump host. Oh, you mean Pete Davidson yeah. should be on more? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The one guy who's kind of like a Belushi type guy is good too. Yeah, uh, yeah. what's his name? Bobby Monahan. Mo- Mo- yeah, Moynihan. Uh, but. I mean, they had one song on there. It was trying to be like kind of like an Adam Sandler song. It was bad. I was like, this is terrible. David but then Collins. there was some, some really funny I think, skits. I think SNL's been pretty good this year. I got to check it out. My daughter loves it. So uh, I got to tone it. Uh, yes, Tony? I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Opie. You really had his mic on? That's so yeah. hurtful. You, by the way, you were the one who said, Tony, sit down. <laughs> Well, you're still sitting down. All right. And so the ratings have been through the roof, obviously, yes. since Alec Baldwin. That's what's done it. Yes. Yeah. He's great at it. He's he's great at it. This opening skit this last weekend was hilarious. I mean, his Trump is going to be funnier for the next four years. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll be using him. Uh, all right. Donald Trump prepares cold <laughs> open. Uh, all right. We're done with SNL. And we're done with Staten Island, I guess. <laughs> And, we and we're f- done with probiotics. <laughs> done with probiotics. Done with fucking vitamins. Been through a lot. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I'm uh, going to my brother's. Wow. The one you like? Yeah. I, I'm one of seven, so I like most. Do you like who? So is sisters you don't like? No, I like both sisters. It's uh, five boys, two girls. 
So who you said you were like? I don't even dislike. Some... I didn't. I don't even dislike anyone. I'm just not talking to one. Why? I don't know. She, she never stopped told talking me why. to you, huh? She stopped talking to you. He. He. Yeah. He just stopped talking to you. Uh huh. And you don't ask. You're like, no, what? no, we're not that type of family. We're we suck at communi- brushing under the wow. we suck at communications in our family. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know why I do this for a living. How family. did you get out of going to the wife's Thanksgiving side? Uh, we do Christmas down there and uh, Halloween. Thanksgiving's always been ours. Okay. So you don't have so any- I, I got married eight years ago today. By the way, congrats! Oh, happy uh, anniversary! Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. On the uh, anniversary of JFK's You're getting death. late tonight. JFK's death. That's when we got married. Video. Or did you, you get it? late before? Because you were up early. I saw you tweeting. You got a little anniversary action. That's why you're all laid back. <laughs> <laughs> how long do you have sex with your wife after you get married? Is it of always? What? Like how long after you get married? Every like, day. It... No. no. Every day. That's Jeez. a fucking lie. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy, huh? Good no. For Who is this you. acrobat over here? Huh? Wow. It's <laughs> not. It doesn't end when you get married. It ends when you have kids. It doesn't yeah. end, but it, it, does, it, it becomes it a little bit a little slower. Yeah. What about a dog? Do you let the dog in the bed? Oh, I wouldn't give a fuck about the dog. Because the dog, that Licking shuts it balls. down. The dog is terrible. Blocking you in the bed. In the middle. Don't ever let the dog sleep in the bed. Yeah, I shared a bed with a woman in a huge uh, Doberman named Kobe, actually. (laughs) Uh, This was probably about nine years ago over there in Philadelphia. Uh Annette, I think, was her name. Annette, if you're out You remember the dog's name and you had to think of her name? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you had no doubt about the dog's name. His dog was big. That dog gave you some loving. I I remember that dog. Shut her down. The dog was in between me and her all night. Huge dog. Why was it named Kobe? I don't know. And I didn't ask, man. So you and your brother don't, I mean, the one you don't talk to, you don't have like that uncomfortable moment where you go, No, he lives the on the West Coast now. But he won't be there for Thanksgiving? I haven't talked to him in, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to remember, about six years, I guess. Holy shit. Whoa. Let's call six him. years. I had a second kid. He never congratulated me on that. And I don't even know what his problem is. You have to know. But something. I got. I, you can have my seat. I, I, I don't know. No. I there was no, like, I have no, no I, defining I have no fucking idea. Mm. That is the God's honest truth. He's I have no fucking idea. Six Whatever. years. Whatever, maybe someday I'll get over it. That's and, good when and you tell have me. five other siblings. And you're yeah, like, Fuck him. you know, yeah. it makes it a little easier. But always one's going to be because it's hard to keep in touch with everyone anyway. So yeah. if one, if you're on the outs with one, it just cuts down the time. Yeah, I got you. There's yeah. always something going on in a large family. Didn't but. your dad's church promote communication and love for one another? Is he coming in? We got Nick Diaz coming in? Yeah, huh? yeah he texted me back. And you know him pretty well? I've never... No, no, I met him once before, but I saw him on the street and said, you know, hey, if you want to do Opie and then come do the podcast, I'd love to have you on. And Nice, man. And, uh, we got to well, figure out where Theo's going to... I can give him my seat, Ope. Yeah, or he can sit my, here. Yeah, I might I slip. I might hit a meeting He's the one that should give up his seat. <laughs> I'm happy to. He hasn't given us anything. Well, I can... I can uh, He's talking about how great Alec Baldwin, Baldwin is as, as Trump. But he, he, he well, needs yeah. that. We're going to get him late. Listen, <laughs> you chuckled yes, at the yes. church joke, right? Yeah, that was fine. That was fine. No, I like Tony Burke. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a back like seat. I'll just sit and listen. I want this guy to be able to talk, too. I know everybody's it's excited. It's all good because we got to find a place for you to see the parade. Oh, yeah. Maybe we put the word out. Maybe someone's got a good location. Got to be a girl listening I'm to thinking you need a, a window like five stories up. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? real fancy. Just a chair. <laughs> uh, a I can chair and a window, right? Or whatever, yeah. Or do you want a rooftop? I don't want to sell. They go rooftop, that. too. Ooh, that sounds Does it cold still go down 6th Avenue? The parade? Yeah. 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 It goes down 6th Avenue. I got to find Richard. Central friends. Park West to Columbus Circle down 6th right. Avenue. My friends yeah. are all just derelicts and just poor. So we got. You should see the parade at least once. I'm going to get out there. I'm definitely going to get out there. What time do you get out there? About six thirty? No. 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 
Go uptown though, because they don't stop. They just they just march right the fuck. That's past what I you. want. I want to come and then they go. slow it down for Macy's. Come and go, man. Like my father's love. Fuck Macy's. Where do where do we watch it at then? Where do you recommend Upper West Side? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Central Park, Central Park. So what time should I get there? You, know, you should go and go with Kobe. Go high. Ready? Go high seventies, Central Park West. Here's the other thing you can do if uh, climb the, a tree, bro. Yeah? yeah, get in a tree. Like the YouTube video. Get on one of those stop signs. Oh, that'd be dope. Huh? On West on Wednesday night, you can go to the Upper West Side and watch them getting blown up. Yeah, so that's so you don't have to see the parade. You can actually so they'll, they'll blow them up all the, uh, the night before. Yeah, I don't see all the forensics behind ever. it. I just want Why? to be Then he skips a parade. I, I, I've gone. It, it, it's 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 horrible. a madhouse. It's horrible how yeah. many people go and try to do that. Yeah, I don't want to see a bunch of people. Yeah, I want to see the action. I want to see it going down the street. People go just for the inflation. Yeah, he does. They're all like <laughs> laying on does. the ground, I, fully in, inflated, ready to yeah. go. That's where I used and, to live. And it used to be a thing where people in New Yorkers just kind of realized that's what was going on and they did it, but now right. it's a whole thing. It's they have corrals and, and you get in a corral and then you zig and zag for a long fucking yeah, time past the experience. balloons and then they, they send you like 10 blocks away to get you uh, away from the crowd. So who's like the, when it's, it's over. a pain in the balls to What's do What's like the top five best ones? Like you want to see like Bart, you want to see Clifford, like who do you want to see in the flows? You want to see Snoopy? Is there Rosie? Snoopy? I don't think I can name five... Yeah. Uh, balloons at this point no no bart simpson's got to be one yep i guess yeah clifford the big red dog yeah i guess rosie o'donnell <laughs> no nothing disney right it's all it's 90s themed i no. saw the billboard this oh year. it is yeah, a lot of peanuts so a lot of peanuts. buddy Ebsen. snoopy <laughs> our boy dora buddy Ebsen. little dora action dora the explorer. you gotta have diversity uh, Kermit the Frog, he's a big float, and he's still out oh, there. Oh, Kermit. He started in, what, the Classic. 20s? 30s? <laughs> Kermit in the 20s? Uh, when did Kermit start? In 1960-ish. Uh, so Jim Henson did it. They're not going to like go modern, like new, like get some Pokemon in there. Yeah, like, they, they always have some. They yeah. have, like, they one. Have, I'm sure they have a Pokemon. They got to, right? Well, they always do. Uh, they try to update that, that stuff. Yeah. It, it's all right. What are you doing for Thanksgiving, Jamie? <laughs> I wish I knew. I can't, we can't you don't make, know? We can't make plans. It's like, oh, it's a moving target. And it's really... It's I, in two no, days. No, it's not. I know. It's, it's, not, it's, it's like my mother had a concrete thing. She's like, two o'clock, everybody be here. But then it's like, well, I got to see this person and that person. I got to do this. I'm, I'm just like, just put me in a car and just t- point me where I got to go. But I'm doing the race. Wait, who has to see all the people you're with? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. All right. I just want to... I just I want to... You're the eat. famous one. Don't you just make them come to you? Don't you have the no, nice round? No, no. This is the thing. Like, I get treated like Gene Simmons on uh, Family Jewels. Like, just no respect. Like, the Rodney Dangerfield of hardcore. Right. Just no respect. But, but I will say this. The race... Like I'll go do the race and it's early I think, but they're they, now every race is different because it's uh, the security concerns, right? So they want they have like a seating area, and I'm I'm not going to be running fast, so I'm going to be like the last person to cross the the finish line, and I want to say it's a, a 10k. What so, are you racing for? I, you know what? This is a good question. <laughs> I thought it was a charity thing, so I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And I did it a bunch of years ago, and I remember it being just like more of like a fraternity kind of like. Drinking vibe, like everybody's still up the night before. Oh wow, it's partying. Cocaine, huh? I don't know, but there was people like chugging beers Dangerous on people's on lawns, cocaine. and you're running through this neighborhood. And, and so, by the time we get done with that race, I really don't, I don't know what we're gonna do. It's, I'm gonna have to go to like five different places. Oh, fuck that. And it's Why? gonna be a mess because this family is big. 
It's uh, on Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh my it's a God. mess. I should have just said, look, we're going to my mother's at two, and that's it. And then yeah. that's it, and maybe go squeeze out dessert somewhere. Right. But not five. I'd sprain oh, your ankle and wake up late, player. That's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> well, my daughter didn't want to do the race, and she was in. She's like, you know what? I'll do it. I'll walk it, or I'll go slow, and I'll meet you at the end, or whatever. And then she heard all the different, you know, the aunt wants to meet here. This one doesn't eat that. This one can't cook this here, because this turkey's getting cooked there. They can't have cross-contamination. This one's got this other plan. And so then my daughter was like, I'm out. I'm done. Just cross contamination. Yeah, What's that? You know, because vegans, here's the thing with a vegan oh, Thanksgiving. No, See, you guys don't know. Because <laughs> you, 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 either you don't have a close vegan or you don't, you've never who's dealt the, with this. Who's a close vegan? I'm not, I don't want to get into it's, it's, it. But like I just want to. It's not your wife or your daughter. Well, right? it just. Who gives a fuck? It's someone obviously very close to her. Well, here's I the thing. So. If that's that's the, but that's neither here nor there. That's irrelevant. There's just multiple people. The vegans fucking think up for you it is very relevant and once you recognize that you could solve your problems well because then it gets into a deeper conversation like you you know all right well you are what you eat all right so we're a, we're eating a fucking slow dumb bird oh, right Turkey. so right then i get the tradition thing so, so then i'm eat? like so then i so really start a bald eagle no i was it's gonna no i was gonna yeah. eat fucking mashed potatoes and whatever else i was like you're right i don't even need to do this i don't even need to go i'm yeah, it sounds like it. you're the issue it sounds like you're the one that has i could be everything. i, I talked out of turkey Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not turkey's having turkey. Not even that oh, great. you don't I'm even have Thanksgiving. No, no wonder why you don't have turkey's plans. not. No. Turkey's not that great. Anyway. No, I'm gonna have fucking tofu or something. Oh man, oh, you guys are, you're so back in the day, they invented Thanksgiving because no one was eating the turkeys. Really? Is that true? Yeah. Look at oh that. It's a slow, God. dumb. They animal. realized what the fuck are all these turkeys? No one's buying them at the store. You so see them when so they walk they came in the room. Thanksgiving. Trump's gonna wow. make you eat turkeys. Yep. Trump's gonna make America great again. Supermarket sweep. <laughs> Hopefully he'll bring that back. Supermarket, Supermarket sweep. sweep that's, <laughs> that's making America great again. Oh, <laughs> well, your Cuban so, friend will do well. On is that. it even that good? Is it? Does it taste turkey good? Yeah. Turkey's good. If you no, do it it's right not way. good. You put Nagel. a lot of salt and pepper on a lot of gravy, and then it's good. Butter. Don't forget butter. My brother's. I go to my brother's, and he tapped out of the turkey. He's like roast beef. And uh, all sorts of steaks. There you go. He's like, fuck it. We still get to hang out as a family, but let's eat properly. That turkey blows. You should make one just for show. Yeah. I think he does have a little turkey. That's so bird. traditionalist, but yeah. he he knows. He, he he he. Excuse me. He runs a restaurant. Get a little slice of show. I went by. So a, he's like, let's eat the real shit, man. I went by a falafel place on Thanksgiving just in my travels, and it was packed. There was a line down the street. Wow. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Stop. This is probably like eight, nine years ago. Yeah. And then we. We um we had the falafel. It was amazing. I didn't even need to eat right the turkey on. after. Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz. What's up? What's up, Nick? How's it going? What's going on, man? Yeah, he will. I, I, I heard you uh, ran to Jamie Jasta downstairs. Yeah, I was like, come on up. Come hey, to man, Opie Radio. Up? How are you, buddy? Are you in town for Thanksgiving, or are you just here to promote an event? You don't have a fight, right? No. No, Everybody I, wants to know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I just came out here for uh, the 205. Nope. Did you get tickets? <laughs> no, I didn't get tickets. They, didn't, they did not give me any tickets. All right, they were kind of that was they were rude with tickets. Well, because I was I was I was really mad. We've done a lot of UFC on this show and Dana White and helped and helped them uh, yell and scream about UFC not being in New York. And the only time I asked for tickets was for the MSG 205 because it's in my backyard and I got shut down. Then I read an article that the Diaz brothers didn't get tickets. Then I felt a little better about my situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they've been funny about letting me in the, these events lately. In <laughs> <laughs> my brother's fight, too. They didn't let me in my brother's fight. Wow. So that was kind of... Yeah, know, what was that about again? I mean, it's like... You know, like, it's like just one inch. You know what I mean? Like... 
that's that's the difference between like you know how that fight could have gone and, and like well, yeah as far as i'm concerned i was definitely would have been that inch what but are they, they afraid uh, you're gonna do a running oh uh, no but you know i worked the corner yeah and uh yeah they just wanted to keep me out of there you know they know that uh, you know wasn't gonna it would have definitely helped him out a lot. I mean, were they worried you were going to I was a- seeing things in that fight that I would have called and told him. Right. Like, I was seeing things that he wasn't seeing because right. I do these things and I know how they work out for me. And I, it's kind of like a formula. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, hey, look, this is the, this is what you do. And, you know, come, uh, you know, third and fourth round, I would have, I think that if I'd have been there, we would have been able to put it together and, and, you know, right. Got that guy out of there. Especially your brother's insights. Cause no one's going to know that. As yeah. Much as I mean, a and the thing is, is Melinda's is there and you know what I mean? Uh, the thing is about Melinda's is he's great. He's really smart. You know, he knows what he's looking at, but you know, they're, they're training partners. And so they're like kind of opposites stylistically because he's more of a wrestler and he goes on top. So the things that like Gilbert would tell him to do is more of like what Gilbert would do. Yeah. And, you know, like what I would tell him to do is more of what he would do. So I'm not saying that it wasn't helping having Gilbert there telling him to do the wrong stuff. Gilbert wasn't necessarily telling him to do the wrong stuff. He just, you know, wasn't going to see the the things that I was seeing. So that was that was kind of rough. I, you know, it's hard enough to watch the fight um, wow. being there. And I'm watching on TV. I can't do anything. I'm like... Was it because of the bottle throwing at the uh, press conference, or what was the reason why you no, couldn't? The, the commission, they, the, uh, I was still kind of under suspension too. Like, are they want me to pay uh, f- uh, some kind of a fine, or make sure that my fines paid off before they uh, they give me a, a, a coroner's license, so I can't be within what thirty rows back or something like that? So they never let me on the floor. They didn't let me in the arena. I could have at least, you know, been in the back. And, you know, uh, working with them before he walked out, like I did the first fight. Um, wow, know, that's tough. Yeah, we where did you watch stuff. it? Uh, I, where, where did I watch it? I watched it in... Uh, James Ballinger had a big... He had a room. Uh, yeah, the MGM Grand had a villa over there. So he had, a, you know, just a bunch of his people in there. They're all watching it. And then I, I didn't want to be there because I'm going to go in there and I'm going to be freaking out the whole time around all these, you know, really... You know, expensive people everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're like, they don't know who I am or yeah, nothing. Nah. They're just there for you know for James. So I'm like, okay. But was it hard? It was rough. Yeah, it was rough. I thought he had him out of there for sure at, at one point in time, third round, I guess. And he, I was like, that's just no way you're coming back from that. Right. Have you watched it again? Like, what was it that you would have told him? Well, I would have told him not to throw punches at that dude at all because he's gonna try to. He's gonna sit there and watch you and try to counter everything. So all you do is fake at him and flick at him and fuck with him, and um, that's how you do that. But you know, he went out there and, and just, uh, you know, he just didn't have it together in the first round. I think I, you know, I could have clicked him into the right mindset. Plus, me standing in front of him, you know, fooling around with him and standing in front of him with uh, my right hand forward. I've, we all three stand the same way. So he doesn't have anybody else like that to kind of work with him, and uh, I just think that it, it would have definitely helped out having me there a little bit. But. How hard is it after after all that shit talking in the beginning when it's over to have to hug that guy and say, "Hey, yeah, man, he, good job." It's all you know. It's 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 whatever. By the time you're done with five rounds, you you probably you're pretty spent everything you had. It's like, yeah. okay. What else? I mean, it's like it's like a weird camaraderie. Camaraderie. It really doesn't mean anything. It's just like right on. It's some good shit. Right on, good, good fight. I hate you, but good fight. No, no. <laughs> that I mean, not, not even like that's really Those nothing. Fights have been ridiculous. That was the best yeah. fight I've ever seen. Though. Right. Yeah, you say, hey, see you at Croke Park, hundred thousand paid. I mean, can you do it? Can would you guys go to Ireland and do it? I mean, that's got to be for for part three. It's got to be crazy. Oh, and oh, in Ireland. Yeah. Is that, yeah. I, I I suppose. I mean, 
There's got to be a third fight sooner than later. Yeah. It's all I would about, assume that would be uh, pretty soon. We want to see you versus GSP. Yeah. Get that rematch. Yeah. When, when can we see that? I don't know when he's ready to fight. I, I doubt that he's really, you know, being serious about Like, I, I say two things. I'm on this show right now, and then everybody's talking about it. You know, like, he's he's just, you know, barely says anything about coming back, and everybody's like, oh, he's coming back. So I don't, you know, you never know what you're So you're about. saying he's afraid to fight you? I think any, I'm, I, I think anybody's afraid to fight me. I mean, they got to be stupid. Uh, I'm afraid to fight anybody too. I'm, I'm afraid to sit right here. I'm not, I'm not afraid <laughs> to say that I'm not afraid to fight somebody. Right. You know, I'm like, okay, this is you're gonna pay me. I'm not gonna enjoy it. That's where we get into this huge controversy. Oh, I just love what I no no. This is just a fuck. This is a curse. And then I wound up in. Um, the guy for the job, and it's just what it is. So we'll deal with it. And, you know, I'm either going to go out there and get kicked around now, or maybe I'm kicking myself later, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, I could have been a contender. <laughs> I could have been somebody. But out of all the fighters, you're one, you know, you're one of these guys that win or lose, your real estate doesn't go down. Well, Everybody the thing is, is, supports I've never you lost more. the fight that I'm fighting. So I've lost, you got a guy that's either going to run away or hold on. But if you come out and fight me, they, they know they're not a better fighter, so they can't. They can't really go there. Yeah. And people know what they're looking at. They're not stupid. So, uh, you know. Um, you fuck people up in high school? I, not, I was never, like, the picking on people or anything like no, that. No, I was, no, it was like, more the other way around. I was a little insecure. I, didn't have, I was broke. I was on welfare. I was getting dropped off from yeah. the corner. I mean, my mom dropped me off down the street. She's driving a shitty car. Me like, too, yeah, I, I fucking I feel that. And I wouldn't go to school unless, like, my clothes looked right or something. I was, like, really, like, Insecure. you know, I had yeah, really hot girlfriend in high school, and I would get in fights over that. And then by the time I got into high school, I was moved around a lot of schools, so I was getting in fights in high school over that. And then I had bad attendance. And they put me on some half-day thing where they're like, okay, you can't, you're dangerous, you're, you're on a half-day. And we want you to make perfect attendance before you can come back to a full day, and we're going to escort you from class to class. And I'm like, I'm already emb- embarrassed and insecure enough to be in school. I'm getting in That's fights pretty impressive, though, man, be escorted. And then my mom, she was kind of a pushover. She wasn't like going to go like, hey, you know, this, yeah, this is bullshit. You know what I mean? So I just basically just had no shot at, at doing well in school. So I dropped out ho- sophomore year and started competing in jiu-jitsu. I was already, I wanted to wrestle in high school, but I didn't, you know, I just wasn't really, didn't really work out like that because I didn't have the attendance. Do you what? feel like you'd have missed your Thank calling you. though? Like you could have, like in that sport, you would have done amazing in wrestling? I think I would have done great. I mean, I, I w- the wrestling coach had Mr. Collins, the wrestling but. coach has to be crying. Oh, that this bet. guy didn't have attendance to get him on the team. <laughs> the, yeah, the thing. Yeah, the, the thing about wrestling. Fuck. I just wasn't very. I wasn't a very strong guy, and I I wasn't a very f- fast learner when it came to wrestling. You know, because in jujitsu, a guy wrestles you down, and then you're you know you learn jujitsu from the bottom, anyways. So I kind of I, I learned wrestling a lot better after I understood how to you know. Mm-hmm. To, to defend myself on being on bottom, which wasn't hard because they always throw me on bottom. I was, I was 15 years old. You had a bunch of pro, wannabe pro bodybuilders, uh, bodybuilders, football players, and, uh, pro wrestling. Everybody was doing a pro wrestling thing right, back in yeah. the day, and a lot of those guys tried to transition over. So I always had different looks in the gym, like strong guys, steroids. Was, that's why you would get into doing mixed martial arts or fighting because you're strong or something, or maybe you did some other sports or someone would make this. I was already doing martial arts, and I was already getting in fights, and I, I actually went to go train to learn how to fight better, so when I end up in a fight over my girlfriend or over whatever kind of, <laughs> some you know, kind of some nonsense, gangster bullshit I had was going on back then, like yeah. I'm just gonna, you know, I was gonna get the better of it. <laughs> and then I started having real confidence when I was like, I'd come home to my friends, I'm like, yo, I, 
dude, I just tapped out this guy. He's like buff, you know, like they're, you know, I, I'm like, dude, I would choke your dad. You don't understand. And they would be like, uh, just that's when I was infatuated. Like, <laughs> you said I would choke your dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, running, we're 14. Yeah, I fuck right. your dad up. Yeah, man. yeah. whoop your dad's ass. And the, <laughs> it's nicer than saying I choke your mom. That's for but, sure. You know, I, I was, that's I awesome. was, I was fanatical about it then. Yeah. You know, once I turned pro, that was it. Was over. I was like, okay, this sucks. Yeah. I gotta fight again in a couple weeks here. I'm gonna be training and losing weight. I'd be like, Nick, can you tell you my know, 30, dad I wanna go yeah. out this weekend? <laughs> 30, 37 fights, 17 years later, all I was thinking about was weight. What am I, what am I gonna eat? Make 170 from 195. Um, you know, after a while, you realize there's more life. How but, close uh, did you come to it just being wrong where you were on this, you know, out, out on the streets and not competing and making something of your life? Well, I, you know, I, I never, you know, I was really versed when it came to like the dope game. You know, you know what I mean? Like I didn't, I never got into that. You know, I, I was always, I was always smoking a little weed, but I never got into. Everybody's, everybody's parents were were dealing dope, and and you know their house house was a meth lab or something on every Hills. on every yeah. You know, there's a. <laughs> I grew up next to a trailer park. Like half of the park was like meth labs. Where is it? Where did you grow? Over uh, Stockton, Lodi, California. I just broke Damn, down so. there. We had a tire go flat on the bus, and I got out, and I was like Stockton. I was in like yeah, yeah. You know, like where's the Diaz brothers? Right. And I we walked down to, to find you know some civilization because we're off the highway. And these dudes pulled up, and they were like, "Yo, you don't want to be walking over here. Where are you guys? Are you guys broken down in that that tour bus?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, imagine he, the, 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 yeah, you just broke down there. Imagine you growing up there; it'd be crazy. Come back, and there's nothing left of your bus. Yeah, you know what? It's actually a really nice place to live, as long as you understand. You know, understand. Like you're not gonna, just because you know you're in Stockton doesn't mean you want to go downtown. Nobody goes downtown. There's the courthouse. There's you know, it's 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 kind of grimy over downtown, but. On the north side of town, um, towards Lodi, it gets it, it, it's kind of nice. Like I live in an area over there. It's um, it's called Murata, and uh, it's a lot of trees and stuff. It's older houses. Um, yeah, you know, my mom rented a house over there, like a three three uh, three bedroom house, one bathroom. We're all five living in it, and um, you know it was, it was a shitty it was a shitty place. It was like yeah. all the my neighbors had nice houses, but at least she got us onto the you know onto yeah, the nicer area, area. onto the nice side of the freeway. Yeah, right. So, uh, you know, and I, I'd, I'd always hang out there. All my friends, they all, you know, they all grew up around there. Some nicer, nicer houses. And so, I, when I, you know, before I did my last fight, I stuck to game plan and just bought a house over there. Nice. So that's now, cool, man. Yeah. Is it is it true you swam Alcatraz? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a. I did a lot of triathlon. I usually do like anywhere from. Uh, I want to say eight to twelve races a season since I was eighteen. Um, I was a swimmer. My mom put me in swimming, um, swimming, and, and a little bit of karate. So I, I got to, you know, um, that's you, a hell of a yeah, triathlon. Yeah, thanks swimming for her. karate. She, you didn't have to punch a shark or anything. I did a little bit, a little bit of BMX, so I knew how to take apart a bike and change a tire. I wasn't stupid when it came to bikes. So, uh, and my grandfather's a track coach. They named a, a track at, uh, Don Womble Field after him, and. Uh, he was always, you know, track because I get in trouble at school. I'd, I'd go and make me run, and so, um, yeah, I had, I had, a, you know, I had some good family. So, you know, I'm, I'm she, a, she on knew my, you might have to escape started. one day from Alcatraz. Yeah. <laughs> Is your mom tough? Is but she a tough lady? As far as falling off and joining the whole dope game and the gangster scene and all that, I just knew better. You know, what I mean, like, um, I. So your mom raised you right? Yeah, so somewhere in there. Well, yeah, yeah, somewhere in no, there. Yeah. No, I'm serious. No, she did it really. I mean, I really, uh, you know, over the world. But the thing is, is uh. Um, you know, everybody else's parents were like selling dope. They were going to school with nice clothes. I was like, "What?" And my mom's like working, you know, uh, eight-hour days at a restaurant for thirty years. So I wasn't. But you know, single mom, single yeah. mom. Where was your dad? 
He he was cooking. He was he was in the picture in and out. Yeah, you know? yeah. They, they're fine. They're fine now. Yeah, they they live together. I mean, oh, that's cool. You know, it is what it is. What, did it frustrate you to see the kids with nice clothes, knowing how they were getting? Yeah, their, their driving clothes? cars when they turned sixteen drove me crazy. I just wanted to fight everybody. Right you know, on account of that. Then when it came to my job, I was like, shit. But I mean, at least I. Was Can you good. talk about Alcatraz? I want to go back to Jamie Jessup. So you swam Alcatraz? Yeah. So there's a, a triathlon. There's also a swim. It's a Escape from the Rock triathlon. Escape from Alcatraz. Two different events, but two two different. Um. Yep. Yeah, two two different people put it on, and then uh, or promoters or whatever you call them, and then and then they uh they have they've got a, a swim also as well. So it's starting to cost a lot of money to do that swim. Um, so, I mean, and, and I think the triathlon, so it's not really, it, I mean, it's not something that I wanted to do like every season, but right. I've done it about, I've done about five, you know, how hard is it to in swim the, in the last, like what 15 years I've been racing. Like I, I, uh, I, I've done, I did that one five times. Right. So uh, the swim is a mile and a half and it's really a lot nicer than you think. Um, it, it, one time it was really nice, and then a couple times it was a little bit harsh. But it wasn't. It was never as bad as swimming uh, over in Santa Cruz, where they. And it's not choppy. People are always in the water at Santa Cruz, and they don't complain about it. But so, like for me, I'm like swimming around that pier in Santa Cruz is a lot uh, harder of a swim than Alcatraz. So you have no doubt those guys made it then. <sighs> oh, the, I, escape, the ones that escaped. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, how could they? they how always could you say, not? Like you know. Yeah. Like, but they say all the. All, you they know, say the over and over so again strong. that it was impossible to do the swim, the but current. they're they're actually doing it every year. Pretty sure yeah. if I had a choice of getting ass raped or swimming that water, I'd make it. I mean, you, you you jump in the water and you got all these people are in the water around you, and you you can hear the seagulls chirping, and it's like you can feel the sun kind of hitting you. It's nice. It's not. Yeah. It's not what you think. The, the water's not cold. It's cold, but I mean, it's 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 doable. I mean, I, people are jumping in with no wetsuits. Like I was, I I I, I was wearing a wetsuit, of course. But I mean, I, there were some swimmers out there with no wetsuits, and they don't mind because they go out there and they swim over there by across some Ghirardellis. Yeah, they just that's just like a swim practice. You yeah. go there and we'll swim. I'm gonna go swim for an hour today. You know, that's what I do. It's my workout. Is the guy that suit or no wetsuit? Or, that's pretty amazing. Is the yeah, guy that wins it like the like the OG Alcatraz dude? Like, is uh, there like a dude who's you know like what? the hardest? There are so many pro triathletes, and any any you know. Any any given day, they can decide to train and plan for an event, and they're going to win it. Like you know what I mean? And you never know who that's going to be. There's there's tons of them. There's so many of these these guys. People are like, "Well, you ever think about going pro? Try, I'm get my pro card." And there, there's no money in it. I'm like, there's no. Everybody it costs money to do it. Anybody who does it, it does triathlon is spending. Like I've spent over. I mean, my last bike that I got stolen so uh, worth over ten thousand dollars. Oh you wow! Know? Yeah, I got stolen too. I live in Stockton. Somebody, somebody got smart and found out they had that thing, came and ripped it off, and I was like in Las Vegas or something. Could you imagine you find out that you right. stole his oh, bike? Oh, yeah. I know, I'll get you, right? Oh, Just give it back. back. I'll give it back, I swear. Wait, I, I stole whose bike? What? Oh, but, fuck. Yeah. How do I get it back to him immediately? And get, yeah, and they're trying to sell it back to me, probably. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. As far as triathlons go, how, what's your best finish? Um, well, if you know, sometimes I just have a good race. I don't get too competitive. You know, like this is what I do. Um, you know, it was just an investment I made to keep me in shape year round, so that you know if they call me for a fight, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm like I'm already in shape. I'm okay. doing this. And then if I have a fight coming up, I'm not going to race all hard. Or if I do go do a race, I'll be happy to do like a race like a, two weeks away from a fight. It's not going to. It's but I'm not going to go out there and and just and kill myself out there. I'm just going to have a nice race. Right. So when do you do when you're not fighting financially? Um, I'm, this year has been really, that's why I had a slow season. It's really right. been screwing with me because, you know, um, I'm, I'm over here like making appearances, uh, doing, you know, 
Seminars showing up at nightclubs, at you know, and then me, you know, networking through through whatever sort of. I've never been out of Stockton, man. Like I said, seventeen years, three to five fights a year. You don't understand when you have a fight coming up in uh, three months, so you only get three a year. So each three months, you have another fight. Right. So when someone when you have a fight coming up, it's like someone's out to get you. Like when I would, it was the same thing in high school. When I was in high school, they were like, "Oh, someone's going to fuck you up today," and you're like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "Really?" Well. Tell him I said, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, you know, then you're walking around like, shit, man. Like, every time you turn the corner, you're like, or you're like, hey, yo, come with me because I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go over here. And, uh, yeah, so it's the same, it's the same thing. Now you have a fight, someone's talking shit, you wake up, you're like, fuck, what did they say today? The media's going. It's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's rough. You don't really have time to deal with a lot of other stuff. That's why I said, you know, you really, after a while, you realize there's more to life and you start to go, man. And I used to get real mad when people would understand things that I didn't understand and, and, and get more money or make more money or end up on a Wheaties box. I was like, what the fuck? Are they doing I your ass. I'm like light years ahead of, of people. Like, it's, it's amazing. Like, like, okay, there's a big four-year gap, okay? Like, me and uh, George St. Pierre, who actually, I, I got in the UFC before him, but uh, Robbie Lawler, Carl Prezian, Robbie and, and George are the only ones that are still, like, even, you know, fighting. George who, isn't even fighting right now. Who but, bugs like, you the most? Four years later, then there's a couple guys, then Carlos Condit, which is, you know, the probably the only one. But he's done now, right? He's going to retire. Uh, I think so. I, I mean, I think he should. They're just not. He he doesn't have the character. He hasn't invested in the in the right type of character. Like I, I put a lot into this. Like people don't understand. Like, like you want to, you know, you want to come into this like with a nice wife and a nice life. I'm like motherfucker. I didn't get none of that. I don't get to go home to my nice wife and nice life. And if you're doing that every day and you're putting all that effort into your nice wife, I, I'm putting a hundred percent into what I do. I'm gonna fuck your whole world up right in front of your nice wife and your nice life. It's not gonna be fun. You know what I mean? Like, like, like Alvarez. You know, I'm, I really, I'm not trying to bring. You know, I'm just saying. Like, look, he ended up, he ended up with the guy for the job too. But now you're fighting, you're fighting McGregor, okay? And uh, it's like you, you got so much riding on. Like, you can't act the way that I act and say the things that I, that I'm capable to say. I've, I've, you know, I've built this whole platform. I live a fight life. I can do what I want to win a fight. You have to worry about like what people are going to think about you. And then when all that goes out into the media, people start believing the hype. They start buying into the hype. Now 100%. the people around you, including your family and everybody starts buying into that hype too. And they start bringing nervous energy around you. And then, like, you maybe say some kind of comments or say something in the media and then they don't really agree. They're like, oh, or, or let's say, let's say, uh, I get suspended or something from the athletic commission for, you know, so everybody's calling me and they're being negative about it. I'm like, no, fuck, I wanted to get suspended. Who gives a shit? I would never have had a vacation. People are telling me, oh, sorry, you know, you got suspended. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's just negative energy, you know, it's just negative negativity and you got to get it, like, you got to just ignore it. But, but are you so frustrated? When you, when you have the whole family and a whole, like, it, you, you got too much riding on all that stuff to be able to have the freedom to do what you want, say what you want. If I want to say, fuck you and look at you to your face and say, hey, fuck your mother then that's i can yeah. do that See, that's i don't what, have to worry about yeah. like what am i you know being a good role but that's model, why you're one of the you know? biggest pay-per-view draws and that's why, people why you and your brother you that's yeah. why you and your brother are yeah. so exciting to watch and then people get mad at me at the same time i didn't know i was a role model i didn't know i was famous like for a really long time so when i fought george st pierre i have like a soccer mom pulling up to me 
uh, next to me at a stoplight, and she's going, I hope TSP beats her. I'm like, bitch, bitch, we're in Lodi. I'm like, we're in fucking Lodi. And I got a soccer mom coming up, hoping, I'm like, where's the hometown love, right? So, uh, yeah, it it was rough. And I'm like, sorry, I'm not a good role model for your children. They never gave me the opportunity to be. So here, George is like this big role model in this, this sport, athletic, endorsement guy. And, uh, you know, uh, they, they, you know, he starts talking shit, going like, "Okay, Nick Diaz is a bad guy. <laughs> Nick Diaz deserves to get beat down." And I, I'm like, I'm starting to feel some type of way about this now because I'm like, you know what? I just had a soccer mom pull up. I'm like, what all these? I like, I want to be on a Wheaties box. I want to get paid for some fucking endorsements. I want them to want me to win the UFC title. They don't want me in that position. They're like, shit. So. Yeah, they just anything to keep me uh, away from that. You but don't fit what they want. You don't fit. I their don't vision. care anymore. I'm like, I don't need the fucking belt. I right. I negotiated a pay per view into my contract without a title. I'm the first one to ever do that. And these motherfuckers were all pointing the finger at me, calling me stupid this whole time. Eddie Alvarez signs this, tries to copy me, and uh, people are trying to do what I do, like basically signs with my agency that I went and found on my own. I left Stockton and was like, okay, you know, in nightclubs and moving around, talking to industry, doing talking to everybody that somebody. But once I realized, like, okay, this is, you know, how do we get in here? How do we go there? I didn't, I didn't know what to wear. I didn't. This is three years ago. I'm like, I didn't know what, uh, you know, how to get into a nightclub. I'm like, what the fuck? Why don't you let me and my friends in? I was out on the scrubs. Yeah. I mean, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> cut my circle short. It cost yeah. me a lot of money, a lot of moving around. I came to a lot of real understanding. Endings, and now I get it, and I'm and now that I get it, I'm I'm fucking pretty pissed. I'm like, dude, this is <laughs> I could have known like all this shit make when up I was for 20 years old. Yeah. Like they were trying to put me on blind date, and I knew better. I'm very intuitive. I'm like, this I don't belong on this blind yeah. date. They're gonna put me. I'm 20 years old. They're gonna put me across from some hot LA girl that's just totally hip to everything, and I'm this ignorant 20 year old that does it just because I am here around people who don't make any money, and they don't see me going anywhere. The people that are going somewhere are already it's old it's they've, it's old money it's like they've yeah. been they're ready been to they yeah they're they they're taking over their parents' business and then the ones that make it out of there then they get they, if they don't get knocked up or or, or sewed up then they they leave and then they live in San Diego or somewhere right and uh, I just, I, just, crazy. Yeah. I relate so much to that childhood you're talking about man it's the exact oh, environment man. I was Fight in your way and out. I don't no feel like hope. It, it's rough out there but like wait it's not so hope. yeah when you're out there it's not like super rough like where you think like you know it's this hard parts of town you're not going to go there i'm not going to go there what's rough is nobody comes to you so there is no opportunity there and i was like okay when i fight and i win and when i fight and when i win you know i'm gonna have opportunities come to me no no no. you need to go you like, still gotta go get them yeah like i mean if i wasn't here right now i'd be in stockton i wouldn't be on this show right now so right. like it's just you got to get the hell out of there and when you have a fight coming in three months you're going to go to a nice warm safe place where that you're used to where you train and you don't want to change what works. Right. I, I noticed the UFC, the, the, there's more shit talking going on. There was a time where it was very Cause, chill. Because people were, people were scared. And then when they watched me, that's what I'm saying. Like Conor McGregor, he copies my model and mixed it with Floyd. I don't know how to act like Floyd and be all mm. money guy because I, I, I grew up broke. And we just don't act that way. I don't want to act like, I don't want to act like a douche like that. I mean, like if I if I had this understandings, maybe I would have approached it differently. But I never put on an act. I was legitimately pissed off. Yeah. And I've legitimate for reasons. And when I stepped, I never stepped out of line on anybody. I never do. I'm like these guys start running their mouth at me, and they say this, they say the wrong shit, and then I call them, and I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, and you know I worked harder than you, and you know that's the thing too. I I make 170 pounds. Like you got Alvarez fighting McGregor. He's he's. He's small. He's shorter than McGregor. He should fight at 45. But you know why he doesn't do that? 
Because he'd have to do the diets I do. He'd have to do the miles. Put in the miles I do. I put in miles. I put in rounds. I, I do. I'm on the mat doing jujitsu. These guys don't have black belts. If they do, they don't have a real boxing background. McGregor don't have no black belt in jujitsu. He just learned jujitsu like what before this last fight, and then uh, wow, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, watching YouTube videos, it's googling. Yeah, I mean, he just it it didn't. It's not. It's 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 a very serious thing getting a purple belt or a blue belt under Caesar Gracie back in two thousand four, five, six, all that stuff. There's like the the like. The only people that were getting belts, like, I was, like, one of the first American uh, black belts under a Gracie or something like that. Like, back, you know, way back. Yeah, like, I've had my black belt for a long time. And it's a big deal. I mean, like, it's not, like, I haven't given anybody any belts. You know what I mean? And who are these, you know, these people passing around belts? Like, it's a, you know, I'm like, go win a competition with that belt. Let's see how you do. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? The, the, like... It, right. it takes a long time to learn jiu-jitsu. And then these guys don't want to invest in that. And the ones that have, they, they're not going to go and do uh, uh, boxing, like yeah. traditional. They're going to do kickboxing, and that's just going to be enough for them. And then they want to go home to their nice wife and nice life, and they've got a whole bunch of other stuff to worry about. I'm over here, miles, uh, jiu-jitsu, pro boxing, kickboxing, and judo. And and Sambo. And I'm doing all of it, taking all of it into consideration, and always have. As what about as, jump as rope? As it was there for me. How I am actually pretty good with the jump rope. How important is the jump rope? Because you keep hearing about more and more and more. Yeah, jump, ropes, it, it, jump rope is a really solid tool. I think that more people should invest in the jump rope. And a lot of old... So if you don't know how to do it, it looks gay as fuck. Oh, yeah. I was like, how to do it? Yeah, I'll get down on a jump rope. What about Kovalev Ward? What did you yeah, think? I thought... I, you know, I mean, I knew what I was looking at in that fight. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't really, I didn't get to watch the whole fight. Um, I'm still, I've been here in New York, running around, freezing my ass off every time I go out, in, outside. I go it's inside my wife's house. How do you deal with this? As soon as I, I see him on the street, crazy. I'm like, out. I've been freaking out over this. Yeah, freezing. I'm like, dude, my, my hands are still cold, and I feel like my brain is cold on the inside yeah. of my head. Right. It just doesn't warm up. <laughs> So, uh, well, you only got a hoodie on, too. Yeah. You got a, yeah, well, you, you got, I, right, you I have three jackets on. Okay, all right. Didn't you train with Andre, or was that a no, rumor? No, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been, I started sparring him. I met him, I walked into the gym, uh, CYC Boxing Gym. Um, it, it was like a, what do you call it, like a, a, a kid's center or something like that where they had boxing there. And I go in there, and I'm looking for some sparring. Caesar Gracie brings me in there to get me some real sparring with some guys that had some real boxing. And I met Andre Ward, and I was like, and he's 17. I'm like 18, and I'm going like, yo, you know, I, you know, I do a little uh, MMA. Uh, you know, maybe we could we could help each other out. We'd be right. in the boxing, this and that. And he's like, looks at me like, okay. He's like, yeah, it's a lot of hard work, though. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I was like, I thought I was starting a conversation. It's a lot of hard I'm like, okay, I get it. I see how it is. So then I'm like, you know. Year, uh, maybe a year or two later, I sparred Christian Cruz and a, and a couple of pros like in that gym. And uh, then he walks in. To, I think he was sparring Chris that day. And then they let me come in after Chris. Okay. And then I just ran across the ring and, and started throwing hard shots at him. And he moved around. He was he was cautious. He's 17 years old, and he was like the best boxer there was at that age, ready to you know make the Olympic team right. and all this stuff. And uh, you know, so so from then on, I just I had I had random sparring with him throughout the years. They'd call me every time they find uh, Sal Paul. They'd call me in. I'd come in. I wouldn't, you know, I would not I would not not show up. 
Uh, and that was a fucked up thing too because they kind of they would put little, you know tricks on me. I think I'm coming the next day, then they wouldn't call me, and then they'd call me when I'm not expecting right. it. Eric, I'm not interrupting them. <laughs> that's our music that says that the show's ending. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not interrupting Nick Diaz. I thought that's where they were. I'm not interrupting him. By the way, Nick Diaz is my new favorite fighter. It was a I wanted to know it. if you got to punch Andre Ward. No, yeah. what, what I'm saying is I put in I put in some some pretty good days with Andre. I mean, like. And he, he hits I, hard. Oh, he fucked. He, yeah, that's the most important sparring I've had. Yeah. And I've yeah. sparred a lot of pros. I've had a lot of different. But the MMA, the MMA scene, they have, they've, they've barely like brushing the surface of that understanding. Right. And it's because of McGregor. Of, yeah. I've been telling him all this whole time. Now McGregor copies my brother. And then now he's <laughs> getting the credit for it. Uh, Nick, what do you got to plug? We got to get out of here for real. Uh, <laughs> follow me on uh, Instagram, Nick Diaz 209. Okay. Twitter, same thing. Come yeah. back and see us. Mike Calta, thanks for coming by. Thank buddy. you, buddy. I had a great time. You're, you're good? I'm great. All Thank right. Uh, Theo Vaughn, where are you going to be? Uh, I'll be in uh, Palm Beach Improv December 9th through 11th. And uh, just a pleasure to meet you, man. Dude. Oh, yeah. Your determination is admirable. Yeah, thanks for bro. coming up, Nick. Yeah, it's Jamie Jasta from Hey Parade. What do you got? Yeah, check out my podcast on gasdigitalnetwork.com. Sign up, use the code Jasta, and you'll save 15%. And uh, vote for us, best live band at the Revolver Music Awards. Give us a vote over at revolvermag.com. And thanks for having me back on, OP. Good luck always, with the show. Jamie, always, Jamie, uh, always. Iraq, we good? Uh, the new podcast uh, from last week. I forgot who's on it. And a new one this Thursday. All right. Opie Radio, subscribe. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks to these guys. This was a great show. A lot of fun. See you soon. Bye. Thanks. Opie Radio is now over for now. Over. Roger. Over. Today's show, along with past shows, can be found on demand with the SiriusXM app. 